Yeah, you know, because I I was tired of being a man. I want to be a boy again. Uh, <laughs> he's, Hold on, let me say that in a more like uh, anonymous way. I would like to be a little boy again, just a boy. Oh my god! So so Nate, what he's not telling you is that Nate went to see Sound of Freedom, and then immediately oh saw god, it three more not. times, and then he's like, "I'm gonna capture all the pedophiles by becoming a boy." Yeah, and that's why I'm disguising my voice. I don't want, you know, because the guy who made Sound of Freedom, he got captured for pedophilia, right? He was a, he was a, a monster, but he wasn't, though, was the deep state. And so I recommend anyone who saw The Sound of Freedom to hide yourself. And I recommend anyone who's seen The Sound of Freedom to kill yourself. This is the sound of true freedom. <laughs> the freedom of, from your body. I wouldn't go as far as saying, you know, kill yourself, but I will say log off. Ugh, forever. I, I can't. I Did either of you see me arguing with that person? What? From the Bruce Campbell account. Is there a person that, like, Sound of Freedom is my favorite movie? I, who also loves Bruce Campbell? No, I, I tweeted, like, uh, the woke Barbie movie makes a billion dollars, but one of the backers of Sound of Freedom gets caught for child kidnapping or something. And someone who was just searching Sound of Freedom started yelling at me, and we went back and forth, and I made them apologize to me for being rude. It was great. If this was in the last couple of days, I have missed just about everything. Yeah, why have you missed everything, Lil? Is there anything going on? Nothing at all. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Not a yeah. damn thing. Apparently, we just stick our heads in the sand, and the world just goes. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, living that beach life. Mm -hmm. Drinking Mai Tais. Yeah. No problems. That's right. America's beaches and resorts and tropical states. States. <laughs> I count Alaska as a tropical state because they're always like. How, how many states we got? Like 50 of them states? We got more, at least we got at least three. Okay. <laughs> I look at states the same way Joe Biden looks at genders. There are at least three of them. Okay. How many colonies we got? Oh, well, I'm in that fifth column. No, not column. Colonies. There's a difference? <laughs> Dang. I don't know. <clears throat> ah. should, I hit the, should I hit the music? We haven't done this in a while. We took a break. Yeah, we took a little break because I worked a lot. <laughs> Stupid. Why would you do that? Uh, keep this roof over your head, my little boy. Bruce Campbell song. We, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Well, no, we can do that after. Hi. Hi. My name is Nate Boyd. I am not Bruce Campbell. And I'm Tyler McCarty, and I'm also not Bruce Campbell, and this is the Bruce Campbell Podcast. That's right. Everything we say is parody. Uh, it's a joke. Yeah, P-A-R-I-T-Y, parody. We're going to make everything... It's equal. Yeah. We're the great equalizer of podcasts. Yeah. And joining us today on the Bruce Campbell Podcast is our good friend... And mother, Lil. Lil, how you doing? Sorry, I should say convention mother, not not my actual mom. Like, wait, like convention <laughs> I'll mother? I'll be your mom or? if you want. Con mom, yeah, you know. She led us around Atlanta, Dragon Con. Yeah. I drank Malort in a room. We watched a 9-11 documentary <laughs> while having a party. Normal stuff. That was so awkward to walk in on. <laughs> There's nothing awkward about 9-11. No, nobody walked in on anything awkward at Dragon Con, that's for sure. Not in our room, at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, Lil, Lil welcome hey. to the Bruce Campbell podcast. How you doing? What's up? Um, there's been a lot in the last couple of days that I feel is very uh, relevant to talk. Yeah, you want to? You want to? You want to tell With everybody? Tornado. Because <laughs> we we got a yeah, lot of movie so... people who may not know that there's a world out there. Uh, I tried to ignore the world out there. Actually, that's why I watch movies. <laughs> Well, all movie people should know about Hawaii because of the wonderful film Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> oh, I was going to go for, uh, not Snakes on a Plane, but the uh, Escape to Hawaii. What was that? Hard Ticket? Hard yeah. Ticket to Hawaii. Thank yeah. you. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Uh, it's, that's my I Hawaii movie. I don't think I've seen that one. Fifty First Dates, that um, like aquarium that, that, that Adam Sandler's character worked at. I used to go there like every weekend. <laughs> Like, it was right by my house. Okay, so can we talk about the ethics of 50 for dates for, like, just a second? I think it's fine. I think there's no problem with dating somebody who has amnesia every 24 hours. As long as you show them a movie first, you can do whatever you want to them. That's what I hear. Oh, is that the ethical dilemma y'all are talking about? I was thinking white people living in Hawaii, but... Yeah, let's get into the white lotus of this bullshit. Adam Sandler should not be in Hawaii. He's banned. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know... Hawaii has been on fire this week. Yeah. Do I have that right? Is that the story? Yeah. Real Joe's volcano. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. Well, I mean, the island with the volcanoes was also on fire. I'm not sure if that one's contained or not. Um, everyone's kind of concerned about Maui um, because an entire historic city is gone. Like, it's, I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures, but it's crazy. Like, it looks like a bomb went off. I've seen a few. It looks like a nightmare city. <laughs> yeah. It didn't look like that before. Before, it was just a nightmare trying to walk down the sidewalks. And you care about this deeply because you grew up there, correct? Like, you were born there. I am from Oahu, but my family lives on Maui. And um, thankfully, they're okay. Although, I did just get a text from my cousin um, that they've got fire trucks in their cul-de-sac at the moment and she's not allowed back home so Jesus. we'll see what happens with that so, so what ha- what started this fire uh jewish space lasers i knew it i i knew it you know what they do with those menorahs you don't even want to know <laughs> you, you didn't you couldn't tell but he put three parentheses around the <laughs> no <day>. oh no. <laughs> no um no but for real uh a lot of people on twitter i've been <laughs> I got banned from Twitter today for 12 hours because <laughs> I told somebody to slam their hand in a car door. You you were just letting them know the sound of freedom. <laughs> yeah, the sound of freedom is your hand being slammed in a car door. No, this motherfucker was saying, like, they started the wildfires on purpose to hide their child hunting. And by them, he meant Oprah Winfrey and Jeff Bezos because they both own houses, like big fucking houses in Maui. Here's how innocent my mind is. When I heard child hunting, I'm like, oh, they're taking their child hunting. And he started a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and my brain immediately started singing Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Got two different brains here. Two very different brains. <laughs> Go to hunt children in harmony. <laughs> well, like, it, we can all agree that people just have brain worms, right? Like, it's just brain worms that, that's causing it. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Severe okay. QAnon brainworms. I mean, okay, but like, what's more likely, okay, that um, 
rich people like Jeff Bezos and Oprah Winfrey put their multi-million dollar properties at risk um, by starting massive, horrible fires that have killed, I think it's up to like 67 people right now. They just brought in some search and rescue teams and some cadaver dogs, unfortunately. Well, I mean, that's, that's um, the power of, of Oprah Winfrey. She can just like I snap guess. her fingers. She's like Thanos. Oprah let the wind free, which spread the fire. Uh, yeah, ah. <laughs> That's right. It all makes sense now. But what's more likely that 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 they're going to start something to hide the fact that they're like, um, are they still on the adrenochrome thing? Is that still a thing or is it just it's the trafficking now? But yeah, like it's what's wild about that is it's not an avoidance of climate change. It's not like they're saying, oh, we don't want this to be climate change. Obviously, it is Oprah Winfrey hiding child hunting. Right. It, it, it is like, no, they just go to that first. It's not like a cover up yeah. for like uh, the actual cause. What's at, what's maddening to me about hearing that now, Lil, is that they're blaming Jeff Bezos and Oprah starting these fires to hide their child trafficking. And they're kind of a little bit right because it is the wealthiest class that have caused climate change. <laughs> that are the root cause of these problems, but they're not yeah. doing it for child trafficking. They're doing it so they can go to a sporting event across the country in their private jet. And then they probably hunt children. It's, and so, you know, is it more likely that that, or they've also been blaming uh, Jewish space lasers and Chinese space lasers, or is it more likely that through decades and decades of mismanagement, and diverting water sources to serve resorts and tourism, causing horrible, horrible droughts, also fueled by climate change. And, you know, hurricane force winds, knocking down power lines and starting a fire. I don't know. You tell me what's it, more likely. It's man's desire for the sweet dole pineapple. Yeah, the Dole Whip spot's gone in Lahaina. That really sucks. <laughs> I just can't get enough. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to keep on drinking that garbage. Nate, Give me that Dole Pineapple. Nate, <laughs> when Nate says he needs on his whip, he needs a Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dole, dole Plantation's on another island, but um, oh, there yeah, was a mind. pretty sweet little <laughs> Dole Whip spot. Thank you for the cover-up, Lil. Now I can drink this, this delicious Dole Whip in peace, <laughs> yeah. knowing that I'm a good person. <laughs> Nate's second you favorite food, Chiquita bananas. <laughs> so nothing problematic there either. Uh, so yeah, we're talking the movie Tornado, starring Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Knight. this has nothing to do with with Hawaii, but it does. It kind it it does. does. It does a little and bit. We will get to why because Lil, let me ask you. This guy, Bruce Campbell, we love him. We're absolute freaks for this guy. Do you have anyone similar that you're an absolute freak for? Like we love Bruce Campbell. Oh, not really. I go through phases, like when shows are popular or something, you know, like uh, when The Last of Us was out, I was like, oh, Pedro Pascal, I love you. I mean, you know, I still love him, but. Eh, wow, dropping Pedro um, Pascal like is yesterday's news. Hey, that's what I'm hearing. Sam I'll X. say, OK, not so much, not so much actors, I will say, but um, I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan. Yeah, I feel like I there are two counts. types of people who are huge Wes Anderson fans. You're a big Don Bluth fan. Yes, I am a very big Don Bluth fan. <laughs> I'm. That's probably why I'm so fucked up. To be honest, your favorite movie is a Troll in Central Park. I know it. <laughs> uh, Pebble and the Penguin. Come on. 
that shit right, Nate. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. That's some real basic ass Don Bluth shit. <laughs> that's what I was going for. I like I love the the worst stuff that somebody does. Like I love Ghost of Mars. Oh hey, god, there's an ice the cream. Little... Can you hear the ice cream truck? <laughs> did little? you know that the? Yeah, I can. That that's the sound of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Luring kids the ice cream truck. Why? Why have like the the fucking like QAnon people haven't gone after ice cream trucks? I feel like that's an easy target. That seems makes so much more sense than like lighting an island on fire. <laughs> I wonder if we could put them on that. Right? I mean, no, like they won't. Start that no, because rumor. like they deserve it. Too. Ice, ice cream, cream truck, truck is small business owner. God, it is right outside the fucking room. It's right. It's right there. <laughs> Get out of here, you groomer! He's leaving. <laughs> I think it works. We do our part to fight pedophilia. Yeah. Here. We don't call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> direct action here. You know what's kind of funny? They don't directly call it pedophilia. They always call it like grooming. Or trafficking. Yeah. It's like, no, they don't like saying the real word. Yeah, because you're more likely to be trafficked and groomed and molested by people you already know. Yeah. Wait, right. Is the real word priest? <laughs> yeah. Or football coach. Or family member. Or tornado. <laughs> or a tornado. Yeah. So I got to say, the first thing, I I loaded this movie up on YouTube. Yep. And I immediately messaged, the second I saw those words on the screen, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Really? That's good. <laughs> this is, so this is the 1997 TV movie Tornado with an exclamation point starring Bruce Campbell, which aired on Fox. There is a phenomenon of nature, dark and mysterious, a force that strikes without warning, so powerful and so devastating, it destroys everything in its path. Let me let me get the fun please do behind the scenes shit out of the way early just so we've talked about it set the scene Twister was heavily promoted heavily promoted they knew it was coming <coughs> special <laughs> special effects masterpiece blockbuster Twister coming so Fox sprang into action to make a knockoff and they premiered their knockoff tornado a week before Twister hit theaters, so Tornado was first. They did this to it's cash in, and shit. everybody who made the movie was very honest. Like, I've read stuff with people saying, oh, yeah, it was just a quick cash in on Twister. And I'm here to it's tell great. you, I think it's better than Twister. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial yeah, opinions agree. at the beginning. I, it, no, I love it. I agree. It is better than Twister. We watched Twister in preparation of Tornado, and we we both thought it was garbage. Yeah, we were bored. We were bored out of minds. The only good parts were Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, the suck zone. The suck zone. It's the point, basically, at which the twister sucks you up. He, he threw us right into the suck zone, um, and I love him for it. But other than that, it was boring. It sucked. There was no plot. The yeah. characters did yeah. things that didn't make sense. Right. There, there was like it went down so many stray paths where like, oh, it's a story about divorce, but not really. It's a story about um, 
nothing, right? Like they, yeah. they introduce characters. You just kind of go in the background. The villain gets sucked into a tornado yeah. by nobody's accord. Like he doesn't yeah. like triumph over a villain because the villain just got, he, <laughs> he just runs into a tornado and dies. And Helen Hunt is like trying to hunt the tornado that killed her father. <laughs> it's, just, it's fucking wild. It's stupid. It sucks. Not even in the fun way. Tornado. Good shit. Lil, what did you think of tornado? I loved it. It was so like it was the perfect 90s made for TV movie. It, like, you know, when you'd be homesick from school and you'd be in like your parents bed. I don't know. Maybe y'all didn't do that, but <laughs> eating soup and drinking flat seven up and watching, you know, made for TV movies. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I, glad, um, I'm glad I'm not alone on the, the seven up like when you're sick thing. Because like that, like yeah, as an adult, that feels up. weird. But as a kid, like, yeah, that was the thing. When you were sick, you got seven up. I'll tell you, as a hospital, we the soda we carry in the ER is lemon lime soda. Like, why? Is it a, it's a thing? It's just a thing that we've done. I don't know why. <laughs> the, the damn seven up lobby got to the healthcare too. I'm sure because it's sugar and it's clear and it's a little sweet. I don't know why they think carbonation is going to settle your stomach. It makes you fucking burp. I... Here's the thing. So you did message me when Tornado started and you said, did they add this message to the beginning of this movie? And I said, nope, that is on the DVD as well, because I purchased the DVD of this because it's, you know, four dollars, whatever. Who cares? And seeing that oh, a bargain, that title card pop up that says scientists warn that due to the increase in global warming, existing weather patterns are becoming steadily more severe, creating stronger hurricanes worse floods longer droughts and devastating tornadoes nate and i started hooting and hollering because we could not believe that there is a piece of media in its title card says hey global warming is a problem and you should probably do something about this i had to pause it i paused it i was like no fucking way well it's not like people didn't know really <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. even in the 90s, they were like, yeah, this is a problem. I remember watching Gallagher because I'm a, it, I watched Gallagher. Gallagher comes up a lot. I don't know why. But <laughs> you need to interrogate that part of you. You need I to probably kill, the, kill the Gallagher in your heart, man. Smash it in front of people. Uh, but like, there was a bit of at like a, a Gallagher special where at the very end, he's like, yeah, no, the climate's changing, actually. Uh, you know, that th our children will hate us for it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, Gallagher was right. Yeah, oh, shit, he's, he's right. He's right yeah. because I'll tell you, it did blacken my eyes. And I like blacker than tornadoes, like tornado. What? <laughs> I'm saying it pissed me off because if they were doing this and they just ignored it. And now we're the ones in charge. We're the adults. And it's. Fucking a factor of 10 worse than it was. This is awful. No, because it, it frees us up because now we have the excuse of it is too late and it is too big. And now I <laughs> I get to lean back and, and drink my seven up and watch <laughs> the movie Tornado feel like, yeah, that, this is me doing my part. I'll recycle the can. I mean, this is this is basically the boomers like, uh, go ahead and convert this to a PDF for me. But like with the entire planet, like you do it. I don't know how. Sorry. Ugh. It's it's disheartening. It's yeah. disheartening. I'll say it's that's how I feel about this title card. And to have that affect me so profoundly before the movie even started, 
And then but, the movie goes. But let me tell you, it's no silent spring. Instead, it is a loud, loud uh, uh, summer in Texas. Yeah, Tejas, as we call it. That's right. Here in Oregon. Um, before was I, it summer in Texas though? Because like, did y'all catch when they were ta- when they were like given the temperatures? Did they were weird? They were all On the over weather the place. Reports? Okay, all right, because it was like high of sixty, and I was like, "There's no way it's a high of sixty in Texas in the summertime." <laughs> like Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, not even back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, 60 degrees Celsius in Texas right I, now. I know it. <laughs> I will say, when I was a kid, um, around around this time, 1996, 97, when this came out, um, I don't remember hearing much about global warming, like a little bit, but I remember hearing about the ozone layer. Like, that was the big thing. Yeah, yeah. Sp- spray spray cans. Because it started there. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and it got worse. Well, we fixed mm. that, but now just everything's worse. Yeah. Mm. I think it's like a hyperfixation. Maybe it got worse because we fixed it. We can solve one thing. <laughs> one thing every every generation. We get to f- fix one thing. What did our generation solve? Having healthy immune systems? <laughs> like, we're done with that. Uh, no, we, we, we solved uh, hope. Hope. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we solved- ending retirement. Oh, yeah, yeah we did yeah. end retirement. Yeah, we did that. Yep, the demon retirement. Has another been industry <laughs> that millennials killed. We are down, like. Social insecurity, that's what we have now. Well, you know, like, we, we're talking about all these problems, but really, there's there's one key problem, which is, hell has no fury like a twister, <laughs> right? And that is the tagline for the movie Tornado. Yeah. Right? And, like, you know, you have all these problems, but they will go away when you're facing down a F- F5, a.k.a. a killer tornado. And finally. Wind speeds over 300 miles per hour. Cuts a path sometimes over a mile wide. That's what we call an F5. Otherwise known as a killer tornado. Yeah, this movie. Like, I I don't want to make it the comparing Twister to this movie. (laughs) Okay. But I will. This movie is so tightly written and things make sense because you watch Twister. They're chasing a Twister because these are two movies about chasers. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a chaser heavy movie. (laughs) Which, funniest thing in the movie was like when Bruce Campbell said, oh yeah, I'm a chaser. <laughs> so what do you do in the meantime? I'm a chaser. One of those guys racing around in pickups chasing after storms? Waste of a fine mind, if you ask me. Well, we're all chasing one thing or another, aren't we? Like, oh yeah, me too, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. But like, later she's like, oh, you're chasing your tail. That's what you're chasing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, kind I am. Even Tex is a chaser. I can't do it anymore, Jay. I can't chase. I didn't know. I, I didn't know what it'd be like. I mean, really, in real life? I saw those people, and suddenly it seemed like I've been chasing my own tail, going in circles. But that checks out. It's all chasers. It's chasers all the way down. <laughs> Oops, all chasers. I mean, we'll tell would you be a chaser? I am. Uh, sorry. Yes, I would chase. Okay. Lil? Okay, this is this is why I wanted to be on this episode, because I remember when I was 12, I told my mom that I wanted to either be a tornado chaser or a truck driver, like a cross-country truck driver when I grew up. Wow. So you were choosing between <laughs> science and methamphetamines. <laughs> methamphetamines is a type of science. Oh, yeah, brain chemistry. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to drive around the country and see everything. So 
little little kid Lil, Lil, Lil. See what I did there? Nice. St- you stared in the eyes of Pazuzu and thought, I need to chase tornadoes. Yes. Dang. <laughs> so when my parents split, we moved from Hawaii to Iowa for like six months. And it happened to be during tornado season. And it fucking sucked. Oh, dang. oh you my saw God, a the sirens would go off all the time. Uh, no, but I was scared to death because the sirens would go off in the middle of the night and I would have to drag my half asleep six-year-old body down to the basement that was always like half flooded. We just don't have that here. I mean, we I will. It's like, no, actually, no, yeah, we eventually. get, here's what happens. This is the only tornado that I know that has happened in Oregon, right? Uh, it was a nice warm summer day and at the, the Lane Community College parking lot, a tornado appeared, lifted up a single car, flipped it over, and then disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do so, remember that weird so like, news story. One guy went back to his car and saw it like flipped over by a tornado. It was great. I could see a funnel cloud start, touched ground, picked up the blue sedan right there, landed it on top of the Durango, flipped it back over. And then at that point, I drove away really fast. I mean. That just wow. feels like some assholes flipped his car and then said, oh, it's a tornado. It was on tape. There's a video of it. Oh, I got to find that. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, like, it's right. It's a bit like checkers. You know, it's <laughs> one way, Zach's the other. Uh, this, so this fucking movie, it opens with that title card. It opens with a mother doing dishes while her kids are just at the table. The saddest home in the universe, by the way. There's nothing on the walls. <laughs> just a table and chairs in it. Ugh. And it starts the tornado attacks, right? Yeah, she's just doing the dishes, and then like radio says, "Watch out, a tornado!" <laughs> <laughs> News on the march: tornado coming. Bring you a little one tornado, inside. but not where you are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the mother, like- the mother even says, "It's not supposed to be here." <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not supposed to be here. <laughs> like it's not supposed. It doesn't have anywhere to be. It's a tornado. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it, it's when you're not looking for it is we get a tornado. <laughs> right. And honestly, at least these tornadoes made sense. The ones in Twister made no sense. Well, it's establishing the theme, right? Like, what's the big problem? We don't know when tornadoes are going to come and get you. Yeah. That's the problem. You, tornado could be today. It could be in the middle of the night. It could be when you're shopping. Right. It could yes. be like during intimate moments. A tornado could come and get you. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to know unless science gives us warning. Unless a Ghostbuster throws his wife into a tornado. What? That's what happens in this movie. Ernie Hudson throws oh, Patty. Right. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we should say who's in this movie. Yeah, we got Bruce Campbell. He's our main guy. Yeah. We got Shannon Sturgis. She's the love interest, well, the government who, bureaucrat. Who is Shannon Sturgis? She's some actress. Okay. I don't, I've never seen her anything else. I tweeted at her. She didn't respond. Dang. She's got 200 followers. I got her beat and she won't even come on my podcast. Ridiculous. So what if you run an acting studio that had like taught the rock how to act that taught Will Smith how to act. You just won't come on the Bruce Campbell podcast. Fuck you. Shan Sturgis. You fucking tornado bitch. Damn. I, don't, I don't mean that. Why, why are you going so hard? I don't mean that. She, she, she seems nice in the movie. Just being on Twitter has made me meaner. Like, just reading that shit. Just she doesn't me- seem nice in the movie. She is very nice. And she's a good actress in this movie, she's too. She's like, I'm the Terminator. And then she's like, wings and nods at Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and then he makes her the Sperminator. Yeah, I get it. I see what you were doing there. That's not what I was doing. 
What were you doing? Saying hi. Okay. <laughs> then we got Ernie Hudson. Uh, he plays the big brain, Dr. Joe Branson, who's building the Tornado Mapper 2000. Yeah. He's doing, like, he's going deep into his Ernie Hudson voice. Yes. Hello. I am Ernie Hudson. I wouldn't do his voice. <laughs> I don't think there's a problem doing Ernie Hudson's voice. Would he, you, he has a distinct voice, and he has, like, that voice of, like, I am being a scientist. Wouldn't it be wild if we yeah, could calculate does, where a tornado he? was going to happen? Right. I think it's a good voice. I think he should do more. We're voice just acting. doing his Congo voice. Like he he has yeah. a distinct, beautiful yeah. voice. Let's That's, let's get that out yeah. there. Yeah. It's different from his Ghostbusters. I feel like back in the nineties, like voices were just like more People fun. were sm- people Am were I smoking. Wrong? No, you're right. Like they're not they're not <laughs> no, they're not smoking anymore. Like they don't have that timber to their voice. Damn. They all sound like nasally nerds. I, I'm one of them. You saying I should start smoking? We should start smoking. I mean, I do. What other better way to get into voice acting than just like Tyler? I gave you your first. No, you didn't give me my first year. cigarette. You gave me a cigarette I begged for. Oh. <laughs> he wanted it. To, that's how we got the cigarette. <laughs> Damn it! It's a good move. Sometimes it works. And we got my personal favorite actor in this movie. He's he's accredited Man. as LQ Jones. He plays Ephraim Thorne. I'm so curious. So I look. I was like, this guy's performance in this movie incredible. Yeah. And what does LQ stand for? It stands for Justice McQueen. <laughs> That's what? his name, Justice McQueen. But he his stage name was LQ Jones. He's like, it's too rugged. I couldn't possibly go by Justice McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think part of it was. He was an actor since the 50s. Like, he was in everything. Like, tiny bit parts, some small parts. He's a character actor. He's a character actor. And then Steve McQueen made a big, like, Steve McQueen was huge, like, world star. Mm -hmm. And so he's probably like, well, I probably shouldn't go by Justice McQueen anymore. I need to establish myself, my own identity. How about LQ Jones? God, that just adds to the mystery, though, because what does the LQ stand for? I... Should have looked that up. Loquacious uh, Jones. <laughs> you can't short one word to two letters. Lil, you can do that, right? You can say it. You can be Loquacious Jones. <laughs> that would be a good name for Ernie Hudson's characters. <laughs> I'm Loquacious Jones. I can't. No, we. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, uh, no, I'm past. <laughs> Fair. It's nice of you to take the high road. To answer the last question, though, um, yeah, I would, I would chase a storm. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah. Seems like fun. Seems like a pointless job, though. And it was all over in the '90s. It was a huge deal. I don't think it's a real job. I'm just gonna. I don't think that you hire someone to run after oh, a tornado. No. No, no, yeah, no. cop, landlord, storm no, chaser. No, 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 no. Do you know how many people? Okay, no. Listen, listen. Do you know how many people I follow on TikTok and Twitter that are like professional storm chasers? So there's this one guy, Jeff, and he goes out into all the hurricanes and like. Everybody on Twitter knows him because he was like stuck out there in Texas. I think when was that? I'm trying to remember which hurricane it was. There's been so many. <laughs> but he was like trapped out there and there was this like little blue shack and like he blew up on Twitter and he live streams like every big storm. Yeah, but that, that's crazy. more like journalism. That's not like I'm doing this for science. He just wants to hang out in a hurricane, which I do get. It's disaster tourism. <laughs> like I mean, th- th- there's something to be said, though, about, like, it's mm. super windy. There's lightning everywhere. I'm standing out there. I'm going to be like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm going to fight God. I mean, yes, that does rule. 
Because it's like you're staring down Aeolus, the Greek god of wind. Are <laughs> right, we get it? You did some research on on wind gods. <laughs> you're the one who pulled Pazuzu right out of your ass. That's you're right. like, that's the Mesopotamian wind god. <laughs> Pazuzu means southern wind. Like what? But you just don't know random facts about weird gods. Not like that. Well, the only fact about God I know is that he lives in my heart. Yeah, and I will seek divine. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> really sold it. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you freaks out there who love them know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it's fun to stand out in a storm in, like, dangerous conditions. Yeah, okay. Um, because... It no, oh, it sucks. Yeah, well, uh, well, the fire is a different condition. I wouldn't go out and stand in a fire. So I think like, that- there's these group of people, like, and storm chasers, I would count them among them, who, like, do this where they... Go to these her like Hurricane Jeff or whatever you call them, and then like the the two like volcanologists from the seventies who like died in a volcano. Like their whole thing was just going and staring at volcanoes. Oh, yeah. Hurricane Jeff is a guy who slings drinks on a cruise. Tyler. <laughs> they don't name it Jeff. She said his name was Jeff. I'm not gonna call him Jeff from TikTok. He's Hurricane Jeff from Twitter. Hey, Hurricane Jeff, can I have uh, two two twisty bottoms? <laughs> That's what chasers want. <laughs> I'll ask him next time there's a hurricane coming through. Is there a hurricane coming I'll through? I'll tell you what, in a not yet, but I mean it's still early. I mean, last the we don't get hit often here, but when we do, uh, I'm not in Hawaii anymore, by the way. I should just preface that. Um they just had a hurricane pass below them, which is why they had all the winds, which contributed to the fires. Anyway, last hurricane we had here was 2016, and we were evacuated for like a week. It really sucked. Like it it hit us dead on fucked up my town. Um, was there good response? Did you get like cots and stuff or was it just like, good luck, leave? (laughs) I mean, I was staying with a friend upstate, so it wasn't that bad. Um, I know they turned a couple of the schools into shelters and stuff. I think it was okay. Okay. Um, but when I tell you that when we heard that Jim Cantori had entered our town, everyone was like, ah, shit, it's going to be gone. Is that another hurricane guy? Yeah, he's like the big like Weather Channel hurricane. Guy. Okay, this Hurricane Jeff, Jim Cantori. I'm trying to keep all these guys in my head straight. Okay, these hurricane guys, these storm chasers. Jake Thorne. That's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah, Jake he, Thorne is the best of them. He, he is. God, Canadian good, tuxedo. Good name, Jake Thorne. I, I like that character name, Jake Thorne. This is Bruce at his absolute hottest. Yeah, like prime. Yeah. He's like super hot. He's charming. Is I watched because- this movie and it's like, wow, he could have been like a romantic comedy lead. Like he could have. I mean, he's doing Hallmark movies. Not those <laughs> kinds. Not the whole like I fucked my yeah, grandpa was- who was really my boyfriend or whatever. That's what those are about, right? We should watch one of those. We we're gonna <laughs> have we to. Gotta, we gotta get there. We're gonna have to. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I get it, and I think part of it is like the Western thing. He does cowboy, but not like, like not like shitty cowboy. Like he, Bruce Campbell? Yeah, he's like he's the the nice like believes in climate change cowboy. He's non toxically <laughs> masculine. And that's, that's not true. That's, that's charming. Yeah. He was like, "Let me order you a drink, and you're coming yeah. home with me tonight, Samantha." I met, don't, don't I look met, at that other man. I met leave, Bruce leave, Campbell. Leave the gal alone. I met Bruce Campbell. Like oh, like the, the energy he okay, brings to right. a role is like non toxic masculinity like he doesn't look like yeah, a weird yeah, meathead I agree with that. he's charming he's cowboy scientist which i think probably does it for some people out there yeah yeah <laughs> who doesn't like a good cowboy scientist 
Oh, I and there's jeans too. Uh, Richie Cochran. That's true. Richie he's, Cochran is the not, weatherman who hates him. He's, oh, let's get in the movie. Let's let's Richie. continue on yeah. to what's happening in the movie. So a tornado wrecks poor family. Mm-hmm. We we see the title card tornado exclamation point, <laughs> and in comes a plane. Uh, carrying one um, doctor, or not doctor, Samantha uh, Sam Contributing Count. to climate change, private plane. Ah, oof. Well, that was before we, they knew that private planes were bad. <laughs> I would hedge a bet that Jake they knew. Thorne would have known. Yeah, Jake, Jake, <laughs> Jake Thorne would have known. Ugh. He's sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, but you got to get your grant money somewhere, you know? Yeah. I don't You're- think he was getting grant money from her. <laughs> well, like, she's the one that, so Samantha Call- uh, Callan, right? She's the one that's flying there to determine whether or not they cut funding yeah, to from Washington D.C. from Washington, the big city, right? yeah, the Windy Apple, the Windy Apple. Wait, um, Chicago? Uh, I don't care. the the found the founding city on a hill. <laughs> it's golden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, she comes from D.C. and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna. I'm here to decide whether or not you get more grant funding or if we cut your program." Yeah, we and, haven't seen the results we want. You need to prove that this is results. We need to show some kind of demonstrable progress being made or some kind of something to show that we've made any kind of like we've made the world better, which is not how science works. And, <laughs> and also not how but the it government, is how government works. works. <laughs> well, like, you know, it's this idea of like, where's your anti-tornado machine is what she's asking essentially. <laughs> well, see, I was, I was thinking that this was actually pretty accurate about how the government works because they will go in and say, okay, prove to us that your thing works. And then they get the proof and then they go, yeah, we don't actually care. We're shutting it down anyway. Which is what happens in this movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty accurate. That's. Yeah, I. This movie's too good. It, it is. And it's, so like, so Samantha lands in in uh, the panhandle, which mm-hmm. is the, the handle of Texas. Yes. Use it to flip the Texas egg, which is which, which state is that egg? Maybe maybe in an episode where we're making chaser jokes, Hold you don't on. make egg jokes. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up a map of the United States and figure out what the egg of Texas is. Tyler, continue. Okay, so Sam comes to the panhandle. She's picked up by Bruce Campbell, Doctor Jake Thorne. They're driving into town. Uh, she explains she's an auditor, and Ernie Hudson starts explaining about. Patty and Patty is the like tornado. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's the egg <laughs> that you flip when you cook it in the panhandle of Texas. Wait, so the, wait, I'm gonna ask a stupid question. The panhandle, there's like a little off jowdy thing of Texas. Yeah, the handle of the pan. But yes, I, I Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the pan. Yeah. And it's just below Texas. Oklahoma is where the wind goes blowing down the plains. Right. Lil's right. <laughs> also true. Nate was in Oklahoma. Kansas. The only thing I know I, about I was Oklahoma, in Oklahoma. That <laughs> sucks. Where the waving wheat sure smells sweet as the wind comes falling down the rain. <laughs> or is, I forget. But anyways, it is Kansas that is flipped by Oklahoma because Oklahoma has the panhandle. And the, the heater, right, the actual heating element is Texas. That's why it's so warm. That's why it's so warm there. That's right. Okay. Thank you for the geography (laughs) and cooking lesson. That's right. (laughs) I needed to get it right. Let's continue. And you call me the train person. (laughs) So uh, Sam and and, uh, Bruce Jake Thorne. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Joe Branson. Dr. Joe Branson, they're driving down. And Dr. Joe Branson, out of nowhere, says, 
fine legs. <laughs> Good legs. Excuse me? And Samantha. Yeah, Samantha, I was like, what? Yeah. Samantha has the appropriate reaction of, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what is she talking about? What he means is that Patty, his tornado mapper, as we refer to it in this house, has these like spikes that shoot into the ground that hold to the ground so that a tornado will spin around it and it can map it. Those are its legs. Yeah, it, it is. It is Dr. Brantz's fantagulous contraption. Yes. Uh, that will that will solve tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> and he named it after his wife. I I love it though because I feel like scientists would go out of their way to make a stupid acronym to like you know it's my wife <laughs> to make a my wife. The government joke. does tornado take my wife. The government loves making stupid acronyms. It it's fun. I get it. See that should have counted in his favor. Yeah. Like, would you like a, a stupid machine to be uh, named after you? I guess it's not stupid to him, right? <laughs> but it's stupid to us. <laughs> it's not even a stupid machine. It's a good machine. Whatever. I've invented a Tyler. It, it's a special blender that you put in a toilet. <laughs> I was watching this part and I was like, hold on. This is the same plot as Twister, though. Right. Yeah. 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 Nate and I have this theory that someone got a hold of the Twister script. No, it's not even a three. It has to be it true. It has to be. Right. Because what was it? It has to be. Dottie? Dorothy. The Dorothy. Dorothy. The Dorothy was the machine in Twister. Uh, yeah. And it opened up the top mm -hmm. and then like, you know, little little uh, sensor balls flew up. Right, that was the big gimmick in Twister, and mm -hmm. this one, the top opens up, and instead there's just like cheap like Star Trek gizmos <laughs> in there. They put a zip drive in there. It's right. like there's nothing. <laughs> a little like blinky light, you know what you need. It's got one gig RAM. Oh, good, thanks, Ernie. <laughs> they got a, a Q cat in there. That's jokes for one person. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We gotta go. We gotta Bruce, go, gotta Bruce, go Cam, Bruce Campbell then explains he washed out of like weather school. <laughs> That's right. He didn't even make the cut. Like Ernie Hudson's like, he's the top of my class. He was smart. And Bruce Campbell's like, nah, I wanted to chase storms. It should have been, I ran out of money. I mean, but I get it. It's, it has class consciousness, but not that kind. Yeah. <laughs> it, we are, we're not there yet. Um, I think college was still. Barely it thing. probably was. It yeah. really was. Yeah. I think it paid off by like chasing tornadoes. But also part of it, he was going home to look after oh Ephraim Thorne. Right. And it's so they, they get to this home, which is this like beautiful pastoral state. Actually, no, it's it's kind of like your basic farmhouse. Yeah, it looks like a real house. Which is why I love this movie. There's no like it doesn't look it looks authentic. It looks like there's in someone's house. They could be in my house, mm -hmm. right? Like there's weird old like table settings like you know the paint is there but it's a little bit peeling there's just random pictures on the wall like you know it's a house mm -hmm. instead of like say a set yeah good attention to yeah, set design right? well not even set design I think they just found a house I think they just went into someone's house right as they used to do in movies instead of just you know plunking Timothy Chalamet's head on a gagu and yeah. sending him into Wonka verse or whatever you know what I'm talking about <laughs> you can't just say that what? <laughs> we obviously don't know what you're talking about. Do you not pay attention to movies? No, that not. little twink from Lady Bird is playing young Wonka because for some reason they want a Willy Wonka origin story starring Paul Atreides? Fuck off! Should have been uh, uh, Duncan Idaho. The Quizak Hatterack want to stand for this shit. Quizark Hatterack. Not Quizart. Quizanart? <laughs>
Cuisinart Chappaquiddick. Cuisinart. I'm, I'm running out of Dune references. Lil's the Dune expert. I haven't read those books. I've only seen the movies. Wait, Lil's the Dune expert? Oh my God. Yeah, the there's a worm wild. baby. Now, I know about the worm baby. I also know that you take spice to travel through space because the spice changes space. And that's why there's a baby in the, uh, the good version of Dune. You know what I'm talking All about. All I'm saying is they ain't putting a Wonka on no worm. Just give me that. I don't want that little freak in a Wonka prequel. No. He's putting spice in the chocolate. <laughs> now that I would watch. <laughs> you were putting spice in the chocolate. I watched that. I only like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet in three movies. Lady oh, that'd Bird, be amazing. Uh, yeah. The Wes Anderson movie, French Dispatch, and then Dune. That's all. I don't need to see his freak little face pretending to be Gene Wilder mixed with Johnny Depp. I don't want it. I don't need it. Get the fuck out of my face. Okay, but what about the uh, the the nerd Oliver from from Tornado? Yeah, oh, he was fine. I like him. <laughs> he, he he looked like he was just naturally quiet. <laughs> Nerds used to be beefier. You no, know? but Oliver wasn't beefier. I'm saying he's beefier than Timothy Chalamet. Sorry, my brain made a jump from A really to did. Chalamet. That just you really did. I mean, like here's the thing: Timothy Chalamet, he he's he's a, a a tiny man. I could push him over, right? Oliver, I could also push over, but only because he has social cowardice. Because <laughs> he's a he's a true '90s ass nerd. Let you mm-hmm. right? He loves weather. Yeah, I will say that Twister did have the better like nerds, like better looking, more nerdy guys. He, I, he, believable nerd. No way. Yeah. I, loved I liked Oliver. All, like Oliver did a great job in this role. Mm-hmm. No shade to Oliver, whatever the actor's name. He's no loquacious Jones, but he's still pretty good. Is he a Tex? Would you say? Mm-hmm. How, how, do, how do we all feel about Tex, the I, other's chaser? I Tex has got one of my favorite lines I, in the movie. Oh, okay. I like Tex. Tex is. Oh, fun. Sorry, we should call him Carol. Yeah. Oh shit. I love that. I love that bit so much. What's the bit? The bit because uh, Doc Sam, the government bureaucrat, coming to defund tornado. <laughs> yeah. I've never met a man named Tex before. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm really from the Carolina." He's like, "Well, shouldn't you be called Carol then?" And he goes, "Tex will do just fine, ma'am." <laughs> like, like she made a joke about a slightly emasculating joke, and it ruined his day. Yeah. Like, I, ma'am, I will not punch a lady. <laughs> but I would be. T- <laughs> Don't you test my tape. If you were my wife, you'd have a black eye right now. Yeah. Tex Fulton, want you to meet Sam Callen? Of course, uh, you know Dr. Branson over here. Did he say Tex? Yes, ma'am. And this here's Maddie Peck. Pleased to meet you. Welcome to Byron. Y'all gonna motor mouth all day or are you gonna eat barbecue? It's over here. Go on, fill your face there. You need some help, Jay. Yes, you're grabbing a knife there. You know, I don't believe I've ever met anyone named Tex before. Well, the truth is, I'm originally from North Carolina. Well, maybe they ought to call you Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Tex would do just fine, ma'am. I think we're doing pretty good with the accents. Yeah, that feels like a very Tex accent. You. <laughs> this is like wholesome Texans in the way that King of the Hill is kind of wholesome Texans. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace, Chris Hardwick. No, wait. No, wait, no. It should have been Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Right. Johnny Hardwick. Thank you, yes. Dale Gribble, we love yeah. you. That's right. Um, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the pod. So Tex comes driving in with a giant jug of hot sauce, <laughs> which I think is great. Like swishing in like, you know, a prohibition jug. Mm-hmm. It's so good. They, they, they're having a barbecue. Ephraim's barbecuing. And they're like, oh, how many days till the next tornadoes? And he says, two days. <laughs> you going to eat some barbecue or not? <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) This movie rules. And like it's a parallel to the scene in Twister where they go to like grandmamas and she makes them rare steaks. Yeah. But this is like, I brought my famous hot sauce. I'm Tex. Don't call me a girl's name. It's not making fun of Texas. It is setting a location. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Complaint about tornado. Number one is that like, I just don't feel like it put me into a place. Tornado or Twister? Twister. Sorry. Okay. I was going to say. Complaint about Twister. Oh, I was going to say you had a problem. You had problems with tornado. I, I do have a problem with tornado. We'll get to it. But <laughs> I have a problem with Twister, which is like it doesn't establish where we are. It just kind of like Midwest. We're in the Midwest, right? And, and it's just like it, where does it take place? Midwest, Midwest, <laughs> uh, Kansas, I think, or or something like. The idea though is that like it's it's not for it's not to it's not a story about a location, right? It's a story about a a Twister, <laughs> yeah, right, which is. Not good storytelling because really a no. twister only does one thing, which is suck. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's not there's not a lot there. Texas, on the other hand, there's a lot to say about Texas. A, uh, they love barbecue. Uh-huh. They have big jugs of it. B, uh, they drive big weird trucks. Yep. You know, with like the KC lighting. You know, mm-hmm. the the big lights. Yep. Uh, 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 C. Okay. This is sounding like Hawaii, though. Well, I mean, you know, Hawaii is the Texas of the ocean because <laughs> it's American. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, the big no, hats. No. It was stolen from another country. Ah, there. Yep, there it is. Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah, son of a bitch, man. We everything us white exactly. people touch, See? we just stolen from another country. Mm-hmm. Loves barbecue, yep. cooking pigs, crazy hats, big trucks, big lifted trucks. Love it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. And do they have like mysterious old tornado wizards? <laughs> Not that I know of. Well, this Texas has that. So yeah. that's one difference that we have there. Is Texas has one tornado uh, uh, sage. Uh, his, his name, as we mentioned, is uh, Ephraim, Ephraim, yeah. Ephraim Thorm. Ephraim Thorm. Uh, Bruce Campbell's grandfather, kind <sighs> of. God damn it. I, please make the name Ephraim come back. If you're having children right now, currently, make the name. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Make the name Ephraim. Ephraim a thing. Okay, I'll name my baby Ephraim. I, I don't, I'm not having a baby. Baby Ephraim McCarty. <laughs> that baby would kick ass. That's all I'm saying. His middle name should be Jebediah. Jebediah. Ephraim Jebediah McCarty Jr. Jesus. <laughs> Jr. Sounds like he'd be like a general in the next Civil War. Or something. <laughs> the yeah, only with ba- a name like Ephraim, I don't think he'll be fighting with the right. <laughs> the only baby with a recorded beard. <laughs> How dare you? Just comes out. It's just like, wow. <laughs> Making fun of my Robin Williamsian hair growing abilities on my body. How dare you? I'm just saying it'd be cool to have a baby with a beard just coming right out. Do you know he took that thing out in two movies? Yeah. Yeah. Fisher King and Man of the Year. Or Father of the Year. Yeah, I've never seen Robin, Fish- Robin Williams Worm. Looks good. I, I've never seen Fisher King. Does he like kind of like dip it in a river and then wait? <laughs> Yeah. No, it's actually he's completely submerged with the head of his penis is poking out. Ah, he uses to breathe. I have not seen either of these movies and I am so confused. I'm just talking about Rob Williams Hogg. The guy took it out, which is more than I can say about Timothy Chalamet. Or Bruce Campbell. I gotta see that thing before he dies. (laughs) Uh so anywho, they're having this barbecue, right? And Uh, Whoa, whoa, yeah. (laughs) Sam and Bruce are flirting all up and down the place, and they have genuine chemistry. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's a good back and forth, and not in the like 
we hate each other back and forth. They're 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 established adversaries, mm-hmm. but they acknowledge it and they're able to like say, but also isn't there a thing here? Yeah. And that works. Yeah. Twist. That's another thing that I I think is like super common in 90s movies. Like um one of my mom's favorite movies was Michael. So we watched it all the time <laughs> with um John Travolta. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. More of Michael. But you remember I saw Michael in theaters. <laughs> that and the phenomenon. Did you really? Oh yeah. Oh weird. <laughs> but with Michael, you know, you had uh you had the female lead that wasn't an angel and you had the ma- male lead that wasn't an angel and you know, ooh, they had some banter back and forth, but in the end they really loved each other. Like it's Oh yeah, that know, that was like the romantic like very trope. 90s movie too. Right? Me. It's just like yeah. they hate each other, but they like they they really do love each other, right? Um you know, they kind of oh, playfully no. like hate each other, but like they don't hate each other at the beginning. Uh-uh. But they are adversaries. Which is a fun dynamic. I just, which is much. I just realized that this may have actually had a lot of influence on my writing. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, little tornado baby. Name it after him. Uh, no, like this. I think this relationship works better than the one in Twister, where Bill Paxton shows up with his new wife, yeah, to his exes, and he's like, "This is my new wife." And then he drags the wife along on all the tornado stuff. And he's like, here's why my ex-wife is cool and cooler than this. Yeah. And she's like, obviously, you love Helen Hunt. I have to go. You suck. (laughs) Awful. Awful. Not good Bad writing. But no, no, like uh, Sam and Jake, they have some chemistry. And it's fun. Like, it's fun. Like the chemistry uh, um, between the doctor and uh, Patty. (laughs) The portable analyzer of technical tornado information patty <laughs> uh yeah with great games right? and, and so they, they take everyone over to the barn to show off patty mm-hmm. um they're like this baby right here could read so many tornadoes yeah you just gotta stick it in the the path of a tornado and uh it'll read it and we'll be able to solve tornado yeah, the mystery of tornado they'll use math to somehow be able to uh explain when tornadoes are gonna get there yeah and tex a guy after my own heart Perfect at the segue, right? Here's a segue from because he doesn't care about the science shit. He just wants to chase a tornado with yep. his big truck and his girlfriend and his girlfriend, uh, Maddie. Sure, I think it's Maddie. Um, it, anyways, he has the perfect segue. He's like, All this tornado talk makes me thirsty. Sure, it wasn't your sauce. Who's <laughs> up for Jimmy Jacks? What's a Jimmy Jack? All this tornado talk makes me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up for Jimmy Jacks? <laughs> Woo! Sad, like <laughs> all this tornado talk makes me thirsty. <laughs> Tries my mouth. Jesus. Yeah. So they cut to a bar where we get like Jim, Jimmy Jacks. Yeah, we cut to Jimmy Jacks, and we get a scene that Twister didn't have. Yeah. Where the characters sit around and express who they are as characters, talk about what they love, and talk about like actual science. Yes. I learned things from Twister. Well, rather I. I felt like I kind of knew a little bit, but it was a nice, it solidified my understanding of what a twister does. Right. Yeah. Tornado like explains this shit out. It's like the cold front wind hits these mountains, which couples with this creating twisters where we are. And it's like, oh, that's really fucking cool. Why are tornadoes always picking on Texas? Well, could be the hats. <laughs> well, this is... Good old U.S. of A. Now, <clears throat> cold dry air travels southeast from Canada. Now, what happens is 
it comes down across the Rockies here, where it picks up more cold air, and then it continues on unobstructed to the plains. Now, this represents warm, moist air that travels north from the Gulf of Mexico, right around Brownville here. Once again, a straight, unobstructed path to the plains, right? Yes, and when these two elements meet, what happens is the cold, dry air from Canada rests directly on top of that warm, moist air from the Gulf. Yes. Please, one final element. Jet stream. Bingo! Heavy weather. Somebody went to the library, looked up <laughs> tornadoes, and learned something, and wrote it into their script, and I appreciate that. Nate, do you want to learn some stuff? Of tornadoes? Yeah, do you want to do some tornado facts? Yes, but like, here's the thing, though, right? So it's not just a tornado session with Jimmy Jacks, right? They sit around a table, and they're all taking tequila shots, right? Because... Because, you know, she's a big city girl. She doesn't know tequila. She doesn't understand what tequila does to a body. Now, Tyler, I've brought a prop for you. Would you like to Would you like to have? Is that what you wouldn't let me would look like at? Would you like to have a, a shot of tequila? Yes, but <laughs> since I'm having a shot of tequila with you, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> I know. That's uh, secret. So <laughs> he's got a real bottle of tequila. So after we, are you doing a shot too or is it just me? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, Nate's doing one too. After that. We're going to, Lil's going to wow us with some tornado facts. Does that, uh, Lil, do you, are you good with that plan? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay, let us, let us, uh, Nate's pouring up these <laughs> tequila shots. What kind of tequila is this, Nate? Let me see the bottle. 400 cojones. 400 cojones tequila. <laughs> now, I don't think you have salt that you brought for the tequila. Oh. It looks like Trader Joe's <laughs> chili lime. <laughs> Trader Joe's chili lime seasoning blend. So if I get if I have this right, what I'm supposed to do is lick my hand, salt it, drink it, then lick the salt. Is that right? Well, I'm not, I'm away from the mic. Do you have any no. limes? Though? Yes, that's correct, Tyler. Okay. So here's <laughs> oh. what I'm thinking. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna lick my hand. I'm gonna salt it. You're gonna do the same. Yep. We'll take this shot, and then for old time's sake, we're all gonna yell tornado facts. How's that sound? I think that sounds good. Um. Yeah, shot, salt, and then lime. We don't have no lime. We don't, it's it's, it's already mixed into the lime blend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We'll do half the blend. We'll do the shot and then Blasphemy. lick more. No, no, no. So okay. I'm, I'm going to do shot and then lick. Shot, lick. Here we go. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> There's 400 cojones in there. <laughs> Man, you can taste all 400 of them. <laughs> mm. All right. You, ah. re you ready to yell it? Lil, you ready to yell it? <sighs> I'm Tornado so ready. Facts. Tornado facts! Tornado facts! All right. Oh, Lil, shouldn't it be so like a tornado siren? Yeah, he played in a wooga. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> as close as I got. Um, all right, yeah. So I've got a couple of tornado facts. Um, as I was, like, thinking of what to include, I was like, they already explained it, like, pretty well. So I'm not even going to have to talk about, like, ooh, the mechanics of how a tornado forms. So I'll give you some other fun facts. So Patty is so, useless is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, no. We already know. Useless, actually. I'm getting there. So the U.S. gets the most tornadoes of any country and typically sees around 1,200 per year. Woo, uh, USA, number alley. one. Number one, baby. Woo. Um, so Tornado Alley traditionally stretches from Texas to North Dakota, and most of the tornadoes that the U.S. gets every year are in Texas. So mm. tornadoes just really don't like Texas for some reason. Yeah, well, they should run for governor if they hate Texas so much. I get the feeling that nature hates Texas. <laughs> mm, well, nature hates a lot of places right now. I can't really blame it. 
Yeah, anywhere that's not, you know, an hour from the ocean, <laughs> nature really hates. So when they were explaining the, um, you know, F0 to F5 stuff, in, I think it was like 2007, they actually changed it from the Fujita scale to the enhanced Fujita scale. So now when you see mm. tornadoes measured, it's like EF1, EF2, etc. So it sounds like a drug a you take from... at a gas stop. <laughs> the enhanced Fujita <laughs> pill. <laughs> Yeah. You get out of a venom. It comes in like that mix pack. Take a handful of enhanced Vegetas. I'm ready to dick down a lot, lizard. Dick down a tornado with that much. <laughs> I'm, only, oh. I'm the only patty this twister needs. So correct me if I'm wrong, but um, when they're explaining to Sam about the um, scale of the tornado, I think they were kind of implying that it was the size that... Determined like what um, number they assigned it. It's a that's a Texas exactly. mindset. <laughs> but um, the scale actually is not based on how big a tornado is. It's actually based on estimated wind speed and damage caused. So mm. kind of the same with hurricanes. A okay. Bit. So you could have like one really small tornado that's like a laser that just cuts through the state. <laughs> that, or that would flips be over five. one single car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was an EF7. <laughs> Flip that one card. Man, God hated that guy. <laughs> um, so the deadliest tornado in history was actually in Bangladesh um, in 1989. So like 1,300 people were killed. Ah. And uh, yeah, it, you know, the deadliest tornado in the U.S. doesn't even really come close because that was. Um, let's see. 695 people and that was the tri-state tri tornado um so it went through illinois indiana and missouri three in oh, fact son of a bitch <laughs> you dumb motherfucker <laughs> i'm just learning and man. that was way back in 1925 so they don't really have a lot of really good information about like wind speed and stuff like that and honestly um, like anything before the 1930s i just assume was made up yeah right yeah. <laughs> they, they just kind of guessed get, i'll get to that <laughs> I'll get to that. So the worst tornado outbreak in the U.S. Uh, was the 2011, 2011 super outbreak, and it spawned 360 tornadoes. Oh, it was outbreak, just one guy is... that did it. He sneezed. <laughs> butterfly <Wow>. affected. <laughs> Jesus. It's I mean, can you imagine they, like they having the outbreak? sirens go off and then come back on? Yeah. I mean... So there, okay, so there was this movie that I saw when I was younger. Outbreak. No, not Twister. Outbreak. Not that one either. It was called Night of the Twisters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a made-for-TV movie, but it came on like one night when I was just sitting around at home. Nice. I was like, oh, hell yeah, watch Tornado Night movie. of the Twisters. <laughs> Night of the yeah, Twisters sounds great. This. And um, I always thought that that was about the last biggest outbreak in the u.s it turns out it was just like this one little community that had a couple of tornadoes one night i felt like um i was robbed i mean they called it night of the twisters not like tornado season also well, like, i know but like the tri-state tornado only lasted over the course of a day ephraim is right you, you shouldn't try to personify a twister like the night of the twisters makes the same they have like no their, soul their their mount monsters roam in the streets ready to get you <laughs> And in the movie Twister, that's kind of how they treated them. Yeah. I hated that. I hate uh, Twister. Coming for you. 
Um, so, going back to Patty and her beautiful legs, the tornado alert that they used in the movie basically died out once Doppler radar became more widely used. Because um, it's more accurate than just being like, ah, um, let me get you on the radio. Yeah, there's a tornado. It's turning left. Oh, no, wait, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it is. Uh, so, those kind of advancements um, really helped with uh, saving people's lives and... I personally think that that contributed a lot to why death tolls in tornadoes are so much lower than they used to be. That and, you know, building things more sturdy, I guess. We built back And then better. my last tornado fact. Oh, no. <laughs> Especially the railroads. Happy infrastructure <laughs> week, everybody. Ongoing. Um, <laughs> my last tornado fact. I This is another time that I had to message you. Tyler and mm -hmm. be like this is not how tornadoes work <laughs> because whether a tornado has a calm eye like a hurricane or not is pretty debatable um some of the patty like machines that exist um seem to indicate that it's possible but only two people have been recorded having experienced the eye of a tornado and live living to tell the tale about it but again that was in like the 30s and 40s so liars they were liars yeah, yeah. It was someone who drank too so much the, opium Coca-Cola. It's <laughs> like, ah, this is a tornado. God, <laughs> it didn't you know touch what? me Fuck though. I'm in the middle. Classic. They need to they need to bring back the Coca-Cola with the heroin in it. Oh God. What I wouldn't give. Yeah. I mean, as as the climate really calm declines down, and the world becomes worse and worse, they're just going to give us ways to kill ourselves, right? No, or cooler drugs. Yeah, just give us more circuses. More <laughs> bread and circuses. Yeah. I wanna yeah. I wanna ride a motorcycle in a big steel ball. So I saw that at a circus. A guy like big steel oh, okay. ball. Like was, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like, room, 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 room. They put the elephant there. Scared the shit. Out of, oh, be nice oh, to my animals. God. Right. <laughs> Just don't let the people be the animals of the circus. I know that's ableist. I know that's wrong. But at least a human can choose. You know. Yeah. Unless uh, you're a child. Well, they used fabrics. to do that with like. Yeah, they used to do that with like children that they kidnapped from other countries back in oh, the, the day. So I don't persons. know about that one. <laughs> Gross. But uh, yeah, so the center of a tornado is sometimes called the death zone because uh, please suck zone inside of it. <laughs> they call it the suck zone. <laughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. The suck, the suck zone. The suck zone. It's the point, basically, at which the twister sucks you up. Uh, because of the um, extreme air pressure, and apparently there is a lack of oxygen in the center of a tornado. No. Oh. So it would not happen like Mr. Campbell experienced it in the movie, unfortunately. Well, they just build them differently in Texas, you know? Yeah. I hear they stack oh, shit real high thought. there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, so there and those are my tornado, tornado facts. facts. Yeah, uh, the, the, the thing I learned about tornadoes is that, um, you know, I'm I, beginning to doubt they're real. Like I've personally never seen a tornado. I I've only like heard of tornadoes. I think this is a work of fiction, much like uh, global warming, which is what they, they bring up after the tornadoes. Right. Because, uh, you know, they, they're like, you're oh, yeah. You know, like, was it? Bruce Campbell says, like, oh, we're just going to see more tornadoes, you know, because of global warming. And uh, Samantha responds. And he was right. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, Samantha says, like, well, you know, you know, Jake, as far as Washington is concerned. 
Global warming is just a nasty rumor cooked up by grant-hungry scientists. <laughs> well, that's fine, but uh, take Antarctica, for example. This past January, the temperature actually rose above freezing. There were flowers growing on the ice shelf. Now, that's not a rumor. That's a fact. Yes. Bloods, droughts, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, all getting more severe, more unpredictable, which is precisely why I invented Patty. Early predictions means early warnings. Early warnings means lives saved. So uh, government, uh, the DC doesn't want anything to do with the GW word mm -hmm. anymore. Like, you know, there's no funding for that stuff anymore. And um, Bruce Campbell, like he calls it like, who is it? Tax is like, oh, yeah, I think that's just a rumor or whatever. And Bruce Campbell says, yeah, for the first time ever, grass is growing on the Arctic shelf. And that's not a rumor. That's fact. It's like. Oh, they were just calling this shit out in the mid '90s. Yeah, on TV for slobs. Good for them. Which is why I'm more hesitant to like blame boomers because I think everyone knew. Like, it wasn't a secret that the you know like humans were changing the environment, right? It's just that no, they knew in the '60s. You saw that, right? Yeah, what? That there were yeah. studies that the God, what was it? The tobacco companies knew oh, about yeah, cancer yeah. and global warming, like in the sixties. Oh yeah, but no, and it's just a matter of like you know helplessness, right? And that helplessness continues, right? So <laughs> yeah, well, right. that's not true. I've been buying a lot of fertilizer. I'm not voting anymore. What I'm you buying fertilizer? Well, that's funny. I bought all this ammonia. <laughs> Let's store those together. It's, it's like that commercial with peanut butter and chocolate. I swear to God, if the feds come to my house, no, we're helpless. Listen, the last time I was the last time I was on a podcast with you, I was talking about kidnapping governors. I swear to God, if the feds show up in my house, I'm going to be pissed. Nobody's listening to this, and if they are, then I can't even make the joke because that guy's like, if the president comes to my house or the FBI comes to my house, I'll kill them. <laughs> he died. See, so, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Everything we say here is a joke. It's it is a joke. Yeah, just just like uh, those clowns in Congress, not uh, not respecting global warming. Yeah, the C and AOC stands for clown. Alexandria Ocasio that's clown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Todd, for that wonderful insight. Uh, and there was that whole part where she was talking about like the lobbying influence on killing climate change. Yeah, research. like it, she's let us down. Who? Alexandria Ocasio oh. Clown. <laughs> so I've moved on, Tyler. Oh. No. I, I was thinking about uh, uh, the real villain of the story, actually. It is not tornadoes. It is not climate change. It's actually one guy named Richie. Yeah, the Richie Cochran. Dick Cochran. The Dick, weatherman. Dick Cochran, the weatherman. Um, he, he shows he's up. such a dick. He's a dick. And he's like, hey, I'm from Bruce Campbell's hometown. He was a bitch back then, too. And Bruce Campbell's like, nah, actually, you're the bitch. He then immediately saddles up to Sam. And he's like, hey, babe, I know you look like you're out of town. Check me out. I'm from another planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just immediately, like, hits on Sam. He's like, let's leave these yokels here. And how about I take you before a dance? Yeah, and Bruce Campbell's like, get the fuck out of here, you dweeb. She's with me. She's mine now. And, I own her. And Sam's like, actually, I can speak for myself. Let's dance. And the, the villain weatherman's like, hell yeah, I'm getting laid tonight. And Sam's like, actually, I met with Bruce Campbell, the guy who's obviously two feet taller than you and has a full head of hair <laughs> and a jawline. What a jawline on that uh, Bruce Campbell. I hated Campbell. that part, though. I was like, but why? Well, because he's a starter, but like, you know, Richie's a finisher. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And it's all about finishing. Right? Yeah. It's about finishing. Yeah. I thought it was about the friends we made along the way. 
I'm a finisher. <laughs> he, he's a strong start, but I'm a finisher. Jake and I ran track together in high school. He was a fast starter. I was a finisher. Which I'm just like, I don't think that's the burn you think it is. No. Weatherman. No. Yeah. Women love when you come in and like, I come. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Funny, because I like to we get burned. Because it. it's, not, it's, not like, it's not like he's saying, hey, when you're with me, you'll finish. He's going after it's like, I finish. Yeah. I get what I want is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't line. say it's going to be... Yeah, he doesn't say if it's going to be like a fun experience or if it's going to be like 10 seconds. You know it would be 10 seconds. Like, well, he, yeah, he's a weatherman. He's, he's like, weatherman. oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> There's a come front and coming from after. the north. He looks like the person south. he would cry after. All of his lines are around mm-hmm. how good, like, how cool and good am I? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he never talks about anything except but, for, like, I'm a cool dude who's better than you. <laughs> I swear to God, I hate this weatherman and pretty much all weathermen. Yeah. We, I mean, Nate and I have an enemy, more so Nate's. Fuck you, Jim Cantore. Yeah, eat shit, Jim Cantore. Also on our list. Yeah. Rick. Uh, Rick Dancer. Rick Dancer. No, mortal enemy, Rick Dancer. We hate this guy. He was an Oregon news guy, ran for state treasurer, got his ass absolutely trounced so bad, he had to move to fucking Montana and start a Facebook TV show. He blocked me on Twitter. Because oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kept insulting him. I wonder why. <laughs> Fuck you, Rick Dancer, you piece of shit. You fucking Nazi haircut-having son of a bitch. Can't block a son podcast. <laughs> Rick Dancer, it's on site. Speaking more... <laughs> speaking more about... Uh, about Richie's big dick energy. Um, not in the good way, either. When Bruce Campbell, later on, was like... I'm from... I'm from Chicago... And then I was like, but hold on. But he and Richie like went to school together. So Richie followed him down there. <laughs> and I was like, damn, he just missed him. Like, didn't he? I did not put that together. God damn. Do you think he might like, do you think he might have like secretly been in love with oh, him? Oh, that is such a good catch. If, I think it's deeper than love. I think he needs Bruce you Campbell. You see this woke, woke subplot. <laughs> Forbidden romance, woke subplot. No, they're both straight and, and not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. If I fuck you, you're a woman. I'm not gay. <laughs> no. You can tell by how they love being called women's names. I think it's a dependence, right? He Richie needs Bruce Campbell because he keeps he needs someone to push around that he knew from school, mm-hmm. right? He beat him in that one foot race, and that was uh, the Bruce only Campbell victory he's had foil. in his life. But <laughs> Bruce beats him in this by dancing with Sam because Sam chooses to dance with him. Because you look at these two guys together, yeah, you're going with Bruce Campbell. That's right. It's like we get a sweet little scene, like a fun flirtatious scene. They're yeah. like doing like country dancing. Yeah, line dancing. You ever been the, to a country bar? It sucks. The the Texas two step. Do you know how to do a dance, like a country dance? I went out with a girl a couple times who took me to a country bar and she tried to teach me the Texas two step and I was just not It only I, has two steps. I couldn't. No, there's a lot more. And they well, all know how to do it. They all bullshit. line dance. It's discrimination because I'm not conservative. I don't know how to dance like that. I can fucking Lindy Hop. I can fucking swing dance, but I can't do this <laughs> bullshit to Jason Aldean. Fuck you. You should try to Lindy Hop at a country bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the flex. I, I can think basically it would be. do the Cupid Shuffle, and that's it. God, that's fair. But yeah, no, like it's fun. Bruce Campbell says, "Hey, are we flirting?" It's like it's. Yeah, they they literally say, "Hey, are we flirting?" But he like he sells it. Yeah, because his media follow up is like. Oh, well, I guess we're a bit rusty. We yeah. need a little bit more oil. And then he takes a shot of <laughs> someone else's tequila. Yeah. You gotta love, like, 
you mentioned this, Nate, when we were watching it. If you see drinks sitting out at a bar, steal them. <laughs> yeah, if you can steal a drink without anyone watching, then like it's yours. Uh, that's true about all stealing. Yeah, women don't take that advice. <laughs> you, you you wouldn't steal someone's drink if like two like teenagers are You naked. wouldn't steal someone's drink. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would and have. Have you? Yeah. At a bar, you just like take a little like... It's like necked a beer while they weren't looking. Yeah, when they cut you off and you want to keep drinking, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah, get that backwash. Look, how else am I going to get front wash if I don't get some backwash? So the the thing that we learned, though, is that Sam does not understand the the woes of tequila, Mm -hmm. right? Because she drank a lot of tequila and she woke up the next morning. She had a big old hangover. Oh, massive hangover in her silk jammies. (laughs) Would you believe it? Because she had said to the weather guy, "Yeah, take me to your like super weather office tomorrow. I want to <laughs> see. It, take I want to see your leader. <laughs> I want to see what the National Weather Service, how they're prepared for tornadoes." And so she wakes up hungover, and Bruce Campbell's like, "Ha ha, that's what tequila does. You just drink Chardonnay. You're not gonna get hungover like that." Stupid lady, have some eggs. <laughs> <laughs> we fried them. It turns out, actually, <laughs> did you know that the Panhandle is it's a what Kansas, and then you cook. Alabama. <laughs> Did the uh, one shot get to you? <laughs> I, I gotta pull up the drink. Uh, Nate. Okay, so it's Oklahoma, right? And uh, Kansas yes, is the eggs. I remembered. I was waiting for you. <laughs> so he's uh, he, he's going about like these special eggs that he makes. Uh, uh, Ernie Hudson keeps on trying to guess the secret ingredient. It's like, ah, oh, it's curry. Uh, paprika. It's like, actually, no, it is Kansas. It's super intelligent gorilla. <laughs> no, it's Kansas. Because Kansas mm. is the egg. From the lost city of Zinge. <laughs> We're not doing that movie. <laughs> I love Congo. We're doing this movie. We're doing it. Right? Shit. And like it was a little back and forth. It's not important. What is important, though, is little asshole uh, comes up. Dicky Cochran, yeah. Dicky Cochran comes up in his brand new, like, 96 sedan. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh off the lot. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I've never seen any of those new before. It's wild. <laughs> See this? It's a brand new Saturn. Yeah, right? Let's go. Maybe check out my new Saturn. (laughs) Beautiful. Just beautiful. Classic. They they drive to the National Weather Service. There's like all this fancy technologies. And hold on. Wait, wait. Rewind really quick because was Jake Thorne invited on this little outing? No. Or did he just invite himself? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, is he just like, fuck you and getting in the car? Good for him. He's like, I love Bruce Campbell in this. Yeah, no, he just invited himself. And that's yeah. also why like Richie, I think, needs Bruce. <laughs> right? He needs to he needs to beat him. Because Bruce has no problem. He, it wasn't even like a big deal that he went in along with the ride. He no. just kind of did it. <laughs> I think Richie also wanted to like show off like how badass and cool he is and rub it in Bruce Campbell's face. I think if if this movie had another See, half I an think- hour to it, it would have ended with them having a three-way with Sam, but Sam leaves and then Bruce and Richie just kind of go at it. I was going to say, I think he wanted Bruce to come along. I think he wanted to show off and be like, see, I'm cool, too. I don't think that would happen in a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> I don't think that would happen in a made-for-TV. They would, don't Not even show movies. sex, really. Yeah, Just the point. joke understander. <laughs> Just watch yourself. <laughs> joke understander is going to understand your joke better. I didn't like it when this happened. <laughs> it would have been better if this other thing happened. Oh, so you wanted a completely different movie. <laughs> That's right. Joke understander is going to get your ass. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. Yeah. Half so, an hour and a gay romance subplot. 
would have made this movie perfect. Well, we or, don't know. They're both. They might both be doms. They're not necessarily subs. The movie doesn't have space for it because we have to check out all the cool national weather signs. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see computers, yeah. uh, Doppler radar, and Doppler uh, staff. Yeah, and they even say, "Well, what about chasers? Well, they'll be chasing their own tails. Totally obsolete." Well, pretty soon we won't have to rely on the office in Oklahoma to guide our predictions. We'll have Texas predictions for Texas weather on the spot. Well, what about chasers? Oh, they'll be chasing their own tails. Totally obsolete. <laughs> I, I, chasers out there, if you're chasing your own tails, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I have a hundred problems. <laughs> they have a hundred problems. Um, but also, like, they admit, like, you know, this isn't super accurate. We still need chasers, mm-hmm. right? Even even though we're we're here to try to replace your job, we still do need you. But there's someone who doesn't... Th- We're not going to pay you, but we need you. Right. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they get paid. There's someone who does not believe in any of this technology, right? Would it be the the, the grandpa? It would be the grandpa. <laughs> I want to get to him so bad. Well, we're getting to him. We're there, right? Because they, they come back from the National Weather Service, right? Um, and, you know, Doc is is there with, with uh, Ephraim, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ephraim kind of wanders into the barn and he's like, like, and admittedly, this is where the movie kind of like slows down. There hasn't been a tornado for a while. You kind of get a little bored. So you think maybe I'll check my phone. And Sam says, well, don't you name tornadoes? Ephraim bursts into the room and he says, you don't put a name to what ain't human. There's nothing human about a tornado. It's just God's blind fury. And you don't outguess it with predictions. And when I heard that, <laughs> I was all into Tornado again. We were clapping like seals. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. It, oh, I've I know. Never, I was like, oh, this is the best character. I've never heard lines delivered like Ephraim delivers them in that it's not bad acting. It's not good acting. But this grizzled old cigarette-faced man believes what he is saying. And he is fucking terrific every line he says in this movie and i we watched this twice every single line he says in this movie is distinct it is full of character it is full of life and energy i believed that he believed it yes right like i i I felt like a sign of an excellent actor yes right he was ephraim he was an lq jones although i think maybe he is this that person (laughs) i can't tell and that's a good sign Yeah. Right, because, like, the next line is even wilder. He's like, with all of your fancy machines, I mean all of them, you know you still can't tell me when a tornado is going to come and where it's going to go. Yes, but... Yes, but nothing. You see that barometer out on my porch? Now, that's all I need. That in my senses. Because sooner or later, you got to get outside and smell the weather. Look, let's not forget. All the computers in creation can't change nature. Now, a tornado's got a devil's heart and a dead soul. And until you've seen that, you ain't telling me nothing about nothing. It's, uh, we all we all know, like, we've all lived in redneck places with shitty pieces of shit. We, I've never met this person. You have not, you've met this person. No, I have you've not. You've met my father. I've met this person. Yeah, but like, he doesn't give these lines. Not like this, but this is all that same shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're right. I could listen to this man talk about checkers all day. It's this guy. Come for Bruce. Stay for Ephraim. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Fuck Mary Kill. Uh, you know, uh, fuck Bruce, ma- Mary Ephraim, mm-hmm. and and kill Richie. 
the movie does it a completely different order. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just rotates all <sighs> It kind of swaps a few of them around. Right. We'll get to it. But this... Fuck the tornado, marry Bruce, and kill Ephraim. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's... Man, how would you even fuck a tornado? With my dick. Just like get to the edge and put it in there. No, you skydive into the eye, <laughs> dick out. The suck zone. Yeah. Oh. Right there. There's no oxygen. It just pulls on you. <laughs> or, or, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me okay, out. Okay. Okay. Tornadoes come in your way. You dig a hole in the ground. You cover oh. yourself except for your penis. <laughs> no, the tornado goes over your penis. Tyler, what kind of pride do you have that you're going to top the tornado? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear what Ephraim said? You, you, you're right that you bury yourself in the ground, but it is your butt sticking out. No. Dicks up. <laughs> Dicks up for God. Um, I just want to point out a small tornado fact. Um... They carry a lot of debris that's moving at hundreds of miles per hour, so I don't. I ain't. I don't recommend. Sounds doing that. like more things for me to fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, I. That's why oh. I'm saying that you bury your butt, and then it's like less likely to get hit by like a cow or something. I think it says a lot about you that you assume you're going to be bottomed by a tornado. No, I'm just honest that I cannot top a tornado, Tyler. How do you know until you try? It's it's a three headed devil. <laughs> You can't fuck what ain't alive. That's right. He doesn't even have a name. <laughs> got a black heart. He's got a black heart. You can't do that. <laughs> but, okay. The the thing that, like, Ephraim to me, like, is, I have to bring up Jode Kressbeckler. Yeah. Now, you think professors and high muckety mucks with their lily white hands squatting there talking on some book they wrote? Well, now, Jode Kressbeckler's authored the book himself. Now, how'd you like that? That wasn't my idea. Them Hebrews would sign my promissory notes, come to me and said old Joe needed to have a book. And I'm going to be out on a road show for some exhibitions. The first hundred takers get shavings from my Spanish leg. I never had mule puckies. I got other matters need opining on. Where it's like old-timey minor, right? I feel like Ephraim once owned a union suit. <laughs> or still does. It's right. under his poncho. No, he kind of does wear one. Do, okay, do, we have to explain one. Lil, do you know what a union suit is? I don't think it's okay. the big pajamas with the ass flap. The ass flap, where there's like the two buttons that hold the ass flap. Oh, That's a union okay. suit. All right. Like the long sleeve, long leg pajamas with the ass flap. Oh, all right, hold on. I'm going to order one of these on Amazon real quick. With the idea is that you'd never take it off because, you know, the, the, the flap is there for poopy. Yes. Right? But, like, you, you're never going to take it off for the entire season. I'd wear it backwards. That's not That honey. would be such a funny prank. It's a prank for nobody. Tornado. <laughs> Anyways. I, like, Ephraim. Uh, like, here's great. the thing. He's, like, over the top. This is ridiculous. It's. What's his face from Jaws, basically? Robert Shaw from Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Being like, oh, he's got yes. a doll's eyes, whatever. Like, the movie knows how ridiculous Ephraim is because the very next scene is mm -hmm. dinner at Tex's house where he's like, oh, tornadoes ain't alive. Oh, that dumb old man. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't no, he like, he, he does a whole nother speech. Like, it's as long as Ephraim's yeah. speech. Where Tex it's like does a tight five about Ephraim. <laughs> Tornado got a heart and a soul and a gallbladder and a stomach. Tornado goes to the supermarket, buys some groceries, brings it home, cooks up pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> 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 
Tornado eats damn pancakes with raspberry syrup. <laughs> this is also great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's great on so many levels. A, I love Ephraim material. Yes. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Give me more Ephraim material. Um, but also, like, it tells him, like, everyone, like, people think he's ridiculous, right? Yes. They don't respect, Tex does not respect tornadoes the same way Ephraim does, and that's why Tex is horrified by them when he finally encounters the beast. Yeah, and we also get the backstory of why uh, Bruce Campbell left school. He left school to take care of Ephraim because Ephraim's wife died. He knew that he was already, like, traumatized by tornadoes. He's like, I'm the only one who can be there for him. We're wondering if he's, like, sane, if he's got it all together. Yes. He's got all his marbles, you know? <laughs> and he does. Yeah, he sounds pretty sane to me. Well, yeah, but if he's, like, talking about the devils coming in a tornado... You know, then like you, you would have some questions about like an 80, 90 year old person. Right. Who says that? That's fair. Right. Um, but like we, the viewer, know that that's actually not true. Is he 80 or 90? He no, and this he's old. like 60, 70 or so. He's a grandfather of yeah, a 35, say. 40 year old Bruce Campbell. Well, here's the thing. The actor died last year. So that's how old Damn. he was. Okay. Like, oh, wow. I expected him to be dead by like 2001, like. I assumed that 9-11 just collapsed this guy's heart and he was gone. But no, he, this guy made it through COVID. Oh, God, he probably died of COVID. Yeah, probably. Fuck. That's, not, the, that's the real demon. I'm not, I'm not going to look into that. You know, COVID is a lot like tornadoes. Doesn't care who you are. <laughs> right. You, you, could be, you could be loquacious or you could be Herman Cain. <laughs> rip. COVID gives and COVID, COVID takes. COVID eats his pancakes with raspberry <laughs> syrup. <laughs> Ain't no technology in the world can stop COVID until you've stared COVID in the face. You can't tell me nothing about nothing. <laughs> I ain't getting no vaccine. Everyone would not get the vaccine. No. <laughs> so, okay, so this is also where we learn about a little bit about Sam, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, she, she's good at reading people. Yep. And, uh, she does this thing where she like reads Bruce Campbell and it's like, oh, you, you weren't a washout. You were a walkout. You couldn't handle the pressure of meteorological school. <laughs> <laughs> Weather school. I know the real right? you. Um, but then Bruce turns around and like, all right, you can, you're good at reading people. Read yourself. Boom. Not bad. Not bad play. I like yep. that. Uno reverse. He pulls up that Uno card. He's <laughs> yeah. right there. Bitch, let me show you something I got just for you. It's called a fucking mirror. What do you see? I was actually going to tweet something about this, but my like my attention span was too short to take it to fruition. So I'm going to test it here. Um, I was thinking, you know, the well, read yourself line. And then. Um, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> That's yeah. What I could think for some reason. <laughs> no. She, well, she's the Terminator, right? Yeah. Doctor, I am the Terminator. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk out into the street, right? And find the robotic machine. <laughs> they call him the Terminator. There's a kid in town. His name's John Connor. I want you to find him. But doctor, I am the Terminator. Find this boy. <laughs> yeah, find this boy. Save him from the Terminator. But doctor, I'm the Terminator. Um... Anyways, they they uh they hear that a tornado's coming. They they get in their 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 trucks and cars, and they go chase the tornado. And right as soon as they're about to to uh, bang those legs of Patty, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. this, they're loaded with gunpowder. That's how they stick in the ground. Right. Um. 
before they do that, though, uh, Bruce is like, actually, Doc, false alarm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they, they, uh, Sam looks a little bit concerned that this program is not going to work out. They, yeah, all, they all go home. Some fly by night bullshit. Right. They all go home. And, uh, you know, this is where we get the scene between uh, Ephraim and Doc. Right. Uh, Ephraim is, is ruminating over that com- complicated gizmo. Mm hmm. Um, and, and doc tries to, you know, they, they have it out about science, right? It's a conversation about, I think science will actually win the day. And, you know, there's, there's truth to science and Ephraim's like, no gut intuition, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, you need to do your own research. You need to do your own research, (laughs) right? Cause like a tornado, it's a bit like checkers, right? You know, zigs this way, (laughs) zags that way. (laughs) If it gets to the end, tornado gets another tornado on top of it. (laughs) Yes. You a checkers man, Doc? Well, I prefer a chess, but um, I can hold my own. Uh-huh. Well, you see, Weathers is checkers. It's a zig here, zag there, jump all over creation. But one thing it ain't is smart. It's like flying with a mule. No sense trying to outsmart it. You just got to dummy down until you get what you're after. Maybe you ought to stop trying to outsmart the weather, Doc. So just uh, dummy down and nature will take its course. That is a pure D natural fact, sir. Now, show me how this contraption really works. Okay, like I said, well, notice here, the Doppler link. His ivermectin is barometer. Yeah, yeah. His, his barometer, that's all he needs, right? And Doc, you need to dumb it down. Yeah, Your science is too fancy. COVID ain't smart. You need to stupid yourself up. Take the mask off. Just take some vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Eat some fruit and you'll be fine, Doctor. Eat this horse paste. Oh... Doctor, here's the deal about weather, all right? Weather changes from season to season. We all know it, okay? It's a little bit hotter this year. It's going to be a little bit colder next year. Yeah, it, so far, it's all evened out. Yeah, you, you tell me there's his... But look, here's a snowball. <laughs> you tell me there's historic fires happening in Hawaii that are, like, only as bad as they are because of climate change? Well, let me, let me ask you this, Lil. Let me tell you this. How about... No, they're not. Um, I would counter that with, uh, this well-researched answer that I've come up with, um, to shout at people on Twitter mm-hmm. when they say something fucking stupid and that's, um, fuck you. Oh, dang. See, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a classic kind of guy, right? So instead of like being crass and saying, fuck you, you know, like that, that, that argument could be ignored. Instead, I post the picture of a pig shitting on its own balls. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. I probably wouldn't have gotten banned if nope. I had just done that. You know what? Once I get my account reinstated, I'm just going it, to yeah. go straight through. Pick poop balls all the way. Every single um, one. Anyways, I, I think Ephraim is, is a little bit of a climate denier. Yeah. <laughs> is it, he, he doesn't believe in the science, but he does believe in, in the fear of tornadoes and that science will never win. Right. And so, like, I think that is kind of that is my tornado complaint is that Ephraim is the character who's mm. like. Yeah. Uh, science will never figure this out. Why bother trying? I but mean, he does. He does turn this around but, later. But like his arc is that he grows and changes. It's true. Like, it's true. Like you gotta at least give him that. And then dies. Right. And even at the end of this conversation, he's like, "All right, fine. Show show me your gizmo. Show me Patty's uh, underneath Patty's uh, kilt. Yeah. yeah. Let me look up Patty's skirt. See what she's wearing. Yeah. And he's like, you know, this is pretty cool actually. Um, <laughs> pulling up Patty's skirt. Oh, I see why they call you chasers. Right. The next scene, uh, uh, Jake Thorne, he's he's walking up to Sam's room, sees her uh, putting on her shoes, and he, instead of saying something, he just 
<laughs> yeah, right? And he's just like looking. It's like, what? <laughs> Lady in there? Mm. And then he then after she's done, he goes, knocks on the door, and it's like, uh, hi. And pa- uh, Sam, I almost called her Patty. <laughs> oh, can't do that. Nope. Uh, Sam says, I've seen enough. I'm going. I'm going to the airport. And, of course, you know, the thing that you do with somebody who's about to fire you. Yeah, right? who says, I'm cutting all the funding. This is this is over. The life you're living now will not be what it is tomorrow. Yep. I'll, I'll hire a cab and I'll leave. Mm-hmm. He's so mad. He's like, you know what? I'm going to drive you to the airport so I can make sure you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a good burn. Holy shit. Like, I'm going to yeah, use that from now on. You have to on. ride in the car with that person? <laughs> oh, oh, you're leaving me? Well, I'm going to suck your I'm dick really until at, you're at being... dead. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, tornado. So they have, like, what, 50 radios around the house mm-hmm. ready to go in case they hear news of a tornado? Well, they heard news of a tornado. Yeah, and we we should mention that this movie does something that Twister doesn't. What's that? They explain how tornadoes work, and then they're cutting to other parts of the country showing the conditions that build a super tornado. Right. So you know it's coming. It's, like, structured so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Right, and, and so we think, oh, this might be it. This yeah. might be the super tornado, right? And so... They, they go, they chase a uh, tornado. They're good chasers. Mm-hmm. Bruce Bruce is in the front, and he, he has a feel for the road, you know, feel for the weather. Mm-hmm. And in the back, like, a, a, a tornado-sniffing dog is Ephraim. He's back there. He's, like, pointing, and he's like, that way! Yeah. <laughs> that way! <laughs> they get they get to the site of the tornado, and it's a big one, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a serious tornado. And um, the weather service calls, and they're like, uh, Bruce... Uh, our our fancy gizmos are no match for your instincts. Uh, where is this tornado going, left or right? <laughs> and, and he says, like, uh, it's going right, I think. He, he makes a guess because he has to make a call. Uh-huh. You know, we've all been there where it's just like we don't know, but something has to be said. Uh, so he does that. Um, and he was wrong. Mm-hmm. And instead, it it uh, takes a goes right, but then it uh, goes left out of nowhere. And and blast through obliterates a, a small town. Like this is some of the funniest stuff in the movie because they obviously had giant fans and then made fifty people run down one street, getting blown back and yeah, forth. Can like, we talk about Roseville, why Texas? Are there so many people. Yeah, yeah that was so, so people, wild. Like, just out in the street, I, and like so, it's it's like a neighborhood block of like you just a suburb, right? It looked mm-hmm. like a suburb. But like there were kids like playing in the street, mm-hmm. couples were walking up and down the street. Lady with her groceries. Le- le- there was there was a lady drying. A guy with an ice cream cone gets blown his face. <laughs> right. You know all the all the kid, stuff. Kid with a big lolly. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> he's licking it, and so like idyllic town, Roseville, Texas, um, until the day the tornado came. Yeah. Um, and so like it was getting a bit windy, and people were starting to look looking a bit nervous. There's this young couple. Right. Um, one is like wearing a button up shirt that looks like a, a rags and drinking a beer. Well, they're doing <laughs> traditional Texas gender roles. The woman's doing dishes while the husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, And she's the husband's like, do you think a tornado's coming? And the woman just goes, well, there's no alarm. There's no warning. Yeah, there's no warning. We're as, fine. As like is this blaring <laughs> wind outside. And that's when the tree shoots through the window, evil dead style, attacking them like it all gets blown apart. And this town I, gets devastated. I love this level of foreshadowing where it's like 
no, a tornado would never hit us. There was no <laughs> warning. Nothing's going to happen. And like, you know, because like that, that foreshadowing that that exists in good movies. Like, I think of this movie called Return of the Living Dead, right? Yeah. Where uh, Return of the Living Dead, oh, no. it starts with like this, this punk ass girl. And she's like in, in a, a graveyard. She's like, oh, one of my one of my greatest nightmares is being torn apart by old men. Right. Do you ever fantasize? about being killed never do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying you know violently and wonder like what would be the most horrible way to die I try not to think about dying too much mm. well, for me the worst way would be for a bunch of old men to get around me and start biting and eating me alive. I see. And once you know it, later on, he gets torn apart by old men. Great movie. Fantastic movie. Everybody in the movie's so hot. Wonderful. Yeah. Everyone in this movie's so hot too. Sam, yeah, they really are. Sam's Sam's yeah. got it going on. Yeah. Sam, Bruce Campbell, even Ephraim could probably tear one down. Yeah. If I was an Aunt May, uh, oof. <laughs> I'm picturing L.Q. Jones just really hammering into Marissa Tomei, oh like the beginning God. of Before the Devil Knows You're Dead when Philip Seymour Hoffman's <laughs> Oh, that's the connection. Yeah, there it is. The suck zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... But yeah, uh, no, uh, every setup paid off in this movie. It was nice. Every single one. Yep. All of them. It's great. I mean, it's simple movie-making shit. you didn't have to wait shit. for like 10 more movies for it to pay off. <laughs> it, it's it's just it needs to be competent like you know yes it's trite yes all movies do it but they do it for a reason yeah and, and also it's, maybe that's why we love it so much it's a tv movie and it follows traditional like tropes right and it feels comforting because it's like oh i know where this i know what this movie does yeah and it like it's confident and it does it well yep. like it's not boring yeah. This is not a great movie. This is a fun, like, pleasant movie that you're like, oh, okay, this kind of is fun. Yeah. Like, it's not going to change life. Right. I um, mean, Bruce Campbell yeah, biting his lip movies. might change your life um, if, yeah. if you're a certain kind of horny. Yeah. But uh, regardless, this movie with this scene destroying this town does something that Twister does not do. And I love this movie for this. Is like, it actually destroy a town? Because they kind of do. Yeah, they like destroy this town and they're driving through it, looking at the consequences of what this tornado does. And they're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And a similar scene happens in Twister. But in Tornado, the characters get out of the car and start helping people out of this. Yeah, yeah it's in the middle of the day. Right. In Twister, it was like at night. So you couldn't really see much of the damage. Yeah. Right, because they didn't want to make people in the movie theater sad. Right. <laughs> right. But like this scene is important because it really hammers on tornadoes are dangerous and they're devastating and they will tear apart a town and and the shell shock of being in a tornado. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, the, the gang, they get out. They they're essentially just there comforting people. Right. Yes. Anyone who's been hurt is dead. Like there's a little girl saying, where's my mommy? Where's my mommy? There's a guy saying, where's my wife? Where's my wife? And the only scene comparable in Twister is when this happens to the movie theater. They immediately drive back to grandma's house and dig grandma out of the house. And it's like, oh, so you only oh, yeah. care about it once it affects you personally. Right. But like Tornado has these characters like that scene with Sam talking to the person in the house 
and then it slowly pans back to show that the house is destroyed and they're outside. I love that shot because it's, yeah. it's movie quality, yes. right? Like yeah. it, it is a, a shot where like we see the inside of the house. It looks pretty good considering that they were in a tornado, like whatever a picture is cockeyed. Right. Yeah. But then they pull out more and more and it's just, they realize like, Oh wait, how are they pulling out so far? It's because half the house is gone. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, damn. Again, yeah. I know that it's probably just like a construction site that they took over for the day. They but did something matter. kind of similar, though. They did something kind of similar at the very beginning when the mom and the two kids walk out of the house after the first tornado. Mm-hmm. And like it looks like everything is fine. And then it just pans out and everything's gone. They, they nail the idea of like debris yeah. really well, where it's, yeah. it's not just like, you know, um, people hurt and crying. It is the idea that garbage is everywhere. Yeah, this is a world altering event. Right. And the the your all, environment will not be the same afterwards. All your belongings are put into a blender and, yep. and shot outside, and like you know, your your all your worldly possessions are just so much confetti on the ground. And that's why I think I could top the tornado. Bury me, penis out. <laughs> I will bring that tornado home. Tyler, I don't think you I'm would, a finisher. Yeah, I think it would finish your life, man. <laughs> I think it would just suck your soul out. That'd be the ultimate orgasm, though. Sucked off by a tornado. <laughs> You just want that on your gravestone. <laughs> That's what you want. Like if, your official cause of death is sucked off by tornado. <laughs> regardless of how I die, Nate, please put on my tombstone sucked off by a tornado. Official cause of death sucked off by tornado. <laughs> well, you were put telling me the will. other day. Sorry, Lil. This is important, though. Trust me. Oh, no. So you were telling me just earlier today. That you can have an orgasm so good that you have temporary amnesia. I did not say an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lil, uh, I had a patient recently who came in like weird, like stroke symptoms, like young person. And oh, like they couldn't remember anything. They couldn't ex- like they couldn't. They didn't know who they were. They didn't know where they were. They didn't know what was going on. We did this huge like stroke workup MRI. All of it was negative. The their partner shows up and says, Oh yeah, all this started happening, happening during sex. And then they talk to the neurologist and the neurologist is like, Oh yeah, this is transient amnesia from repeated, uh, vagal nerve stimulation. So this person got pounded so hard. They got transient amnesia that like wore off over the next couple hours. Good for them. I feel like a tornado would do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that's what the tornado experience would be for you. And I feel like I could do that to a tornado. The tornado has no memory. It has no heart and has no soul. We know this. It doesn't even have a name. I think I'm that good. You know who's not that we good, We should though. name tornadoes. Yeah, we should. Um, the first one gets named Richie. <laughs> right? Because yeah. Richie uh, Cochran. Uh, Richie Cochran. Because he, like, uh, okay, so the news shows up. And the first thing he does is he picks like the most rattled person he can find. Yeah, the, <laughs> the guy person. who's like, "Where's my wife? Where's my wife?" He's just crying. He looks like that poster from World War One of the guy who's like, you know, the shell shock poster. Uh huh. Mm. There's a name for that probably. Uh, anyways, the, he grabs this guy. He's like, "Uh, sir, what did you think of the tornado?" <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the kid from Come and See. He's like, "How was the tornado? Do you like cows, young lad?" <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you feel about these experiences <laughs> he just he and can't even cry anymore yeah, he's so hurt the guy's like who are you are you my wife 
He's just so he's so gone. Yeah. Bruce like knocks him over. Like it's... Well, yeah, because like he whatever. This feels like a thing, a 90s thing as well, where like the media is bad. Yep. And whatever. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this this style of news is bad news. That's not good news. <laughs> no, right? it's not. There's there's observation and then there's interference, and this is interference, right? But uh I don't know, like to our modern sensibilities also feels like there's a strong anti-journalism narrative Mm -hmm. to just the nineties that I feel Mm -hmm. like may have gone awry in the 2020s. Yeah. It may have, it's maybe gone a little further now. (laughs) They they went too far. I think (laughs) with the media criticism, (laughs) but, uh, but they clean all this up. Well, he cleans his clock first. He cleans his clock, punches him right in the face. And he has this really cool line where he says, better fix your hair for the camera, Richie. It's a little messed up. <laughs> Hell, maybe if you tornado chasers did your job a little bit better, I wouldn't be doing this at all. You haven't changed one little bit since high school. You got all that right, Haas. I'm still a finisher, and you are still a loser. <laughs> Better fix your hair for the cameras, Richie. It's a little messed up. Wait, hell, hell yeah, Bruce. You got him. Uh, I hope Sam heard it. <laughs> oh, she did. Oh, she's going to get his sound of f- freedom soon, too. Uh, they head home. Like, this is a huge traumatizing experience for everyone. Tex quits. He's like, <laughs> he's like, being a chaser, that's no life for a family man anyway. I'm chasing my tail. I love chasing. He quits. Sam even, like, to this movie's credit, I love it for the accurate representation of government because Sam says, tells them it's like, they're going to cancel the program. She says, well, like she, she says that like she was just down there because it's a formality, right? Yes. Yeah. And I love that because she says the anti-environmental lobby wants to pull the plug on any program that acknowledges global warming. That's insane Mm -hmm. to me that this was in a Fox TV movie. I feel like I was snuck in, right? Like, I'll, I'll do this movie for this budget as long as I get to say whatever I want. <laughs> That's wild to me because it it's, feels it's real. It it's feels just real. happened. Yeah. <sighs> this movie, just yeah. like me. Yep. Just happened. It just happened. It's, it's all bad. The government tried to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone's at their low point. Um, yeah, like, it, well, even like we learn a bit of like Ephraim's backstory too, yeah. because like Sam's like, when did you see your first tornado? It's like, well, you know, I was a boy, five years old <laughs> and you know, boys being boys, we want to see tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. So I go out there and my mom, she, she comes out there and she says, boy, get back inside. This tornado will suck you up. And sure enough, it sucks her right up. Cause there right in front of my eyes, I see a funnel form. Then a second one, and then another one, like some three-headed monster. My mother's calling me, I'm calling her. And all you can hear is that roar. I watched my mother get pulled up into that funnel. That was the last I ever saw her. I was five years old when that monster came and ate my world. And now it's coming again. Like a three-headed monster, the tornado ate his mother when he was five, and now it's coming again. <laughs> it wants, it wants more. It's Took never his satisfied. Mama and he wants revenge. It's like here's the thing, though. If I had to feed a natural disaster my mother, 
to get 60 years of peace, I think I could live with that. Yeah? Yeah, I think that, like, if they're, look, if throwing people in a volcano worked to get the weather we needed, I think it's worth it. If there's a child at the bottom of the town that we have to abuse to keep everybody healthy, I say we do it. Okay. Oh, no, it's you. How do you feel about that? Everybody so takes did a you turn. See, <laughs> did you see a couple of years ago where it was, I want to say it was like a proud boy in Hawaii um, decided to take a piss in the volcano? <sighs> did, did it work out for him? I think maybe we should, I think we should start throwing people in. It, it wouldn't maybe. hurt. Like, it, well, I mean, it, it would, would hurt, hurt them, them, I think. They wouldn't it like wouldn't it. hurt us, and it would actually be a net benefit. <laughs> well, okay, like, like here's the thing, though. See, I think it, I think it would, but I also don't want to disrespect a volcano like that. Yeah, you know, like you don't throw trash in there. We should find the nicest, kindest person that we can possibly <laughs> find and throw them in the tornado. We're honoring you both. <laughs> <laughs> we name the tornado after the person we throw into it. No, like here's the thing: you don't even throw it into them. It's like you strap them to like. Here's the thing. You know a tornado is going to happen in this area, right? This mm-hmm. this 20-acre field. You strap people onto bars, and whichever the one the tornado takes, it takes, and the ones it leaves, it leaves. <laughs> and then we get a good crop harvest. I mean, well, <laughs> this will all be really dependent, like, on geographical regions like i think every region's going to come up with their own yeah they'll have their own god kind of right like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have pazuzu we would probably have uh we'd oh, have poseidon we're no, like the ta- oregon coast that's gonna eat us no ta- i'm talking like america it would be oh. like a uh, babe the blue ox would come by <laughs> you know? johnny tornado seed sucking up old people that's right you can grow corn now yomp yomp <laughs> the worst american gods ever i think we've unintentionally um We've unintentionally started feeding people to the alligators here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's unintentional. The, it's night now. Like, Sam has decided to stay because, mm-hmm. like, you know, she she was all along for the adventure. She was going to give it a couple more days. Right. Right. Um, because she's like, okay, yeah, I, I want to hang around Jake more, to be honest. She wants to hang around Jake, but she also saw the true devastation right. of what tornadoes do. And she has to be a part of the solution to help fix that, which right. she believes Patty, <laughs> the tornado mapper can do that right and so she's having her uh night of darkness right yep. thunder wakes her up she has a nightmare and she goes downstairs for a warm glass of milk mm-hmm. in her, her her nightgown um and wouldn't you know it uh um ephraim is also in his nightgown yeah, little did you notice his nightgown his like long shirt he's got a long henley that runs down to his wonderful. knees henley? yeah the button like the three button long sleeve shirt it's uh, yeah, it's a type of shirt. Okay, it's a long shirt. If you wear more than graphic tees once in a while and gave a shit about fashion, you might know what a Henley is. You're wearing a graphic tee now. I'm not <laughs> saying I don't. I'm saying I have several types of clothes. Okay, but we all agree. Ephraim has drip. Can we talk about <laughs> Ephraim's clothes, please? Yeah, oh, he's in a poncho oh, yeah. the entire movie. Yes. And this fucking poncho is like made, like it's wrapped together by like shirt and, uh, shirt and uh, <laughs> shower curtains, right? Yeah. Like, it's, like, tied together midway through. It's great. Uh, Ephraim. Drip King. Going to Comic-Con as Ephraim. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's do a group costume of everyone from Tornado. We're wearing denim from head to toe. (laughs) If you guys ever come back, we're doing it. Okay. We'll come back. I'm not doing anything next year. 
So, anyways, Ephraim like catches Sam, and and she's like, "Hey, uh, hey, do you want like a stronger drink than your your cowardly milk?" Yeah, milk. <laughs> that's a woman's drink. You're having whiskey with Have me. Have something a little stronger. And then he pour, he opens up this like whiskey cabinet, and he's <laughs> like, uh, "Don't tell that whiny ass grandson of mine about my drinking." Yeah, he's like, "They tell me I should quit, but I ain't gonna." <laughs> Like, hell yeah. Whiskey's only, the only thing keeping them together is whiskey. I love it. Yeah. He knows his we, fate. He knows that he's not going to die by the no, bottle. No, he's not long. I mean, honestly, if it was going to kill him, it would have by now. Right. Um, and he's like, hey, do you want to finish up someone else's checker game? Which I got to say, no, start a new game. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Don't just like pick up someone else's game. Uh, yeah, checkers takes like 10 hey, minutes. come on. <laughs> Get it together, <laughs> Ephraim. He just wants to win, I think. He does. He was a bit worried that Sam might be smarter. So he's like, hey, play this board. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we get like a little like nice like heart to heart between the two. Right? Yeah, just a simple, nice scene between these two characters. She, she says like, hey, do you think Patty will work? And he says, I've never known a machine that can be best a tornado. <laughs> Which I love the <laughs> idea that that's, he, he would have encountered one in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Blue went up against a tornado and it got its ass washed. Nuts and bolts and computer chips, all that man-made stuff. (laughs) The only thing that would beat a tornado is flesh and blood. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads credence to, like, the sacrifice theory. Did it, though? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of works. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I think we should um, launch the Ocean Gate sub into uh Tor- tornado like gate a, uh, like a get like have like tornado tours they have like another one i guess there were like two there was like a titan cyclops or whatever let's just see how it fares against a tornado drop them yeah Why not? drop them all down in there to see what happens <laughs> yeah and then charge them like a million dollars per seat <laughs> uh instead of five people just like see if we can get like 20 30 in yeah. there more bang for our buck. That's where we should schedule the Zuckerberg Musk fight, the center of a tornado. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what better place? <laughs> um, anywho, so uh, she's like, cool. Well, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> and Ephraim wanders into the tornado room and he's like, ah, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. No, he, okay. He pulls the pin off the tornado in a map, moves it to another spot, and he says, King me, you rotten son of a bitch. Like, this time I'm going to be ready for you. King me, you rotten son of a bitch. This time I'm going to be ready for you. Where does he get this information? Like, well, he gets it from God. Right? Yeah, he understands the tornado. He yeah. knows what's coming. Right. He 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 played the game of checkers so well that he's like, I understand how tornadoes work. And it's not <laughs> even chess. It's checkers. Well, he was telling Doc, like, you got to dumb down your thoughts. You know, you're overcomplicating it. Right. Uh, In fact, checkers is even too fancy. We're doing. Um, uh, what is it, Dominoes? <laughs> no, hold on. Dominoes is a complicated I don't know how you play Dominoes, he's actually. He's Dominoes. <laughs> he's playing Go. Is it? I don't know anything about it. <laughs> he, he's playing like that weird Star Trek Go is apparently <laughs> No, he's playing the Star Trek <laughs> orgasm game. <laughs> <laughs> he's like throwing the discs into the tornado. <laughs> Wait, the oh. tornado! Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what the game that's is. That's what it is. God damn. Okay. So, continuing on. Mancala, that's what I was thinking hmm? of. Backgammon? I was thinking of Mancala. Oh, Mancala, yeah. No, Mancala. Yeah, Mancala. 
Or just like, you know, a uh, 52 card pickup. <laughs> he just throws cards in the air and picks them up. <laughs> you rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> they make like a tornado ship. He's like, you're I not, get it. <laughs> you're not the only one who can make a mess, you rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> throws his cards all over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Uno. It's like, <laughs> draw four, you son of a bitch. Or maybe... <laughs> Maybe he just made up the story about his ma getting sucked off by the tornado um, because he's just mad about the tornado fucking up his cards one time. <laughs> his collection of antique cans. Yeah. I'm still just thinking of board games. <laughs> don't pass go. Don't collect $200, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you landed on Broadway. <laughs> Sorry, son of a bitch. <laughs> You thought you were on a ladder? That's a shoot, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> this is the game of laughs. That's the thing about life. It doesn't have a tagline, does it? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. move on. No, I got one. Here's the last one. You ready? Yeah. Don't wake daddy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the last one. That's it. We, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he predicts a tornado. Uh, Doc wakes up. He 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 like, is amazed by the the scene he's found himself. He they have confirmation from their gizmos mm-hmm. that a big tornado is coming right for them, right for them. And he wants to know how somebody knew to move the pin on the board exactly where the tornado <laughs> was gonna go. And Ephraim just like slides in. He like has his hand on the door frame. He's like, oh, that was me. <laughs> I did that. I know where that son of a bitch is coming. And guess what? I ain't sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. And everyone just looks at him. But yeah, so the, the He's the best. He's so good. He really is. We're we're not making fun of Ephraim. Let's be no, clear. This no. is not this is not Ephraim. This is a pro Ephraim Thorn podcast. It really is. Oh my god! I would love for him to be my grandpa, like, and teach me about tornadoes. <laughs> All um, you need's a barometer. Now let me Hell tell yeah. you how to use tampons. Oof. Oof. So, the thing we learned right is uh, <laughs> Tex and Maddie—they're getting married. Yep. Right, and they get in a truck and they drive off, and they they drive right into the oncoming tornado. Yep. Right. They get all bungled on, about. Yeah. Maybe okay. Maybe it's just me, but Maddie comes in and asks. Um, Asks her to come to her yeah. wedding. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's, oh, Tex wanted it to be tomorrow, but I told him we have to wait two weeks. And I'm like, you, you're having a wedding in two weeks? I think that was the joke. It was just like, oh, that that's too short for a wedding. I don't see a problem with that. Okay, was that? Oh, I think so. I joke? think that was a okay, joke. Never mind. Okay. I know, because like it. I'm the joke. Well, like, it's just like. <laughs> I. It, I for people who cared about weddings, like okay, two weeks, sure. <laughs> like, who cares? Have it, have it tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. People set a date like a year really? out, though. Nah, like if if, if yeah. you're like, hey, we're getting married. Yup, cool. Let's do this as soon as possible for tax reasons. <laughs> I'm sick. I need insurance. Well, like, no, you're sick of not being married. Let's go. Exactly. But, like, I think it's a religious thing, though. Like, they seem like simple religious folk. Like, yeah. they, they, they have not had sex. Oh. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, they haven't had, they haven't sex. had sex. yet. They haven't done it yet. Maddie wants to get that nut real bad. She's a squirrel. They should do a sequel and set it in Utah. 
And that could get really interesting. Bring in Bruce and Richie. They've moved in together. <laughs> Gay neighbors moving to Utah. It's fine. We're going to keep going. The, the, get, point, the point is they get caught in this dang tornado. They get bungled about. They, they dive into the ditch. Uh, Maddie bangs her head on a rock, which is sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool when that happens. I thought it was like, hell yeah. Bruce Campbell tries to call Richie and he's like, man, there's a tornado coming. You need to warn the people. And she's like, nah, I, we're not seeing it on our, we're not seeing it on our radar. I don't think I can. Then Richie's like, well, you know what? You know, he's usually been right. Richie goes to his boss and he's like, I need to warn the people. And the boss is like, no, it's not our system. I don't think so. Yeah. Don't you want the big promotion to go to big city? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go back to Chicago from where you're from? <laughs> then then you better, you know. Do you want to leave Texas for Chicago? <laughs> Which I feel actually is a like, yes, real good point about how like television news operates. Yeah. It's like it has to be positive. Yep. Right? There can mm-hmm. never be a negative spin on something. It's not the tornado mm. will be coming here. It's that general warning. <laughs> keep keep an eye out. And now for the lighter side of the news. Right. A mentally ill person stabbed a taxi driver. <laughs> it's pretty light. Someone I know killed a taxi driver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's good news. The person was a real piece of shit. Oh, hooray. I mean, I wish someone didn't have to die for them to be, like, out of society. But, no. you know, I'm the one who said we should throw There's someone into a tornado. <laughs> so I guess I just got to live with that. Yeah. But we'll continue on with Tornado. Tornado. And so uh, the torn- the tor- Richie, does the, Richie does the right thing, though, in the end. He right? does he, report it. He does. He throws it on the air. Yeah, I like I like the face turn from Richie. Everybody grows. He's he's a real person, right? He's not like comic. He's not a comic. He's villain. not he's Carrie a- Elways from fucking Twister who drives his exploding car into a tornado. <laughs> yeah, out of spite. He's like, no, I believe that he's wrong and I will show him. And then he just gets into a tornado <laughs> and explodes. <laughs> Which- I can understand doing stupid things out of spite, though. By the way, Carrie Elway's American accent is fantastic. Very funny. So good. Very funny. <laughs> He's in definitely American. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so so the tornado is coming right for them. Um, they set up Patty. They, but, they, but, they set up Patty in the rain, right? Mm-hmm. It's raining. It's nasty out there. It's dark. Ephraim's staring down the tornado. <laughs> He's just out there watching it. <laughs> right. Uh, and they, they blow the blasting caps on Patty's strong, thick legs that could crush a watermelon. Mm-hmm. And um, all the, all three of them fire, except, wait, no, there's four. Uh, the fourth leg did not fire. Yes. Um, and that's a problem. They, they, each- de- they decide to give up and go to the shelter because the tornado is coming. Well, because they enjoy life. <laughs> yeah, they want to live. But Ephraim says no. He's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He runs up there. Well, okay, that's not exactly true. They, Bruce, Sam, and Ephraim are tied to Patty. They end up in the eye of the tornado. Right. They're like, we're in the eye of the tornado. God, I wish Patty were working right now. Mm. We're inside. We're inside it. Doesn't that prove that Patty is working? Because, like, they tied themselves to Patty for safety. Yeah. And they worked. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, you know, maybe maybe three legs is fine. Maybe. Yeah. And so Bruce is like, whatever. We're in the eye of the tornado. Let's run to the shelter right now. So Bruce pulls Sam to the shelter. That's not how any of this works. And Ephraim's like, no, I'm going to make sure Patty works. So he sacrifices himself to keep Patty there so he can map the tornado while getting sucked off 
and killed like his mother by a tornado. I I have a theory. And ensuring a bountiful harvest. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the corn was so good that year. But I have a theory. I think that actually they they knew that three legs was going to be enough. But it's like, no, it's got to be all of them because he wants to die in the tornado. Ephraim's like autistic and he's like, no, it has to. It has to. It has to do <laughs> no, all four. No, no. It is, it is a very much a like, I need to like... I need to fight the soul of this beast by, by dying. And I mean, right? and like, because like that, that's implied, right? He is that he wanted to die. And it's not even implied because the next scene at his funeral, Bruce Campbell says, I think he went the way he wanted to, right. or maybe the only way he could, the only way he could die. It's not whiskey's not going to get him. Mm -mm. Right. Barbecue's not going to get him. The only thing that could kill Ephraim. I keep on saying, I want to say Ephraim Cochran, but that's not it. <laughs> No, no, that's Zephram Cochran from Star Trek. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the only thing that can kill Ephraim is a tornado. That's yep. the only thing that can get him. Yep. And I feel like those old people exist where, like, you know, they're only going to die when they decide they want to die. Yeah, like if you threaten the president and say, I'm going to go to this address and kill the president. If the FBI comes to my house, I'm going to kill the FBI. And then the FBI comes up and they kill you. Yeah. If an old person decides that they can only die one way, then they'll probably die that way. You know that guy? Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, you've heard about that guy? I briefly heard about that Yeah, it's guy. just a guy who threatened everybody and got killed. Yeah, I mean, fuck that guy, but also the government shouldn't murder people. No, I agree. It's just, that's this is who Ephraim was, and I love that he gets killed. Ephraim was way better than that guy. Everyone shows up to his funeral. Even Richie shows up to <laughs> yeah. Ephraim's funeral. <laughs> yeah, to shake hands with Bruce, to see Bruce decked out in his black denim Canadian tuxedo. He puts on his black denim Angular vest kiss. and his black funeral jeans. Um, he doesn't get the last... Well, okay, the, he doesn't get the last scene at the grave. Instead, it's um, uh, Doc. Yeah. Right? Uh, Ernie Hudson. He, yeah, he, that was nice. He says... You've saved many lives today. Patty Patty works and mm -hmm. you know, you're going to save so many lives. And then he puts a king. He kings the grave. So good. Which is like hell yeah. It's good. so simple mm -hmm. but so good. Right because like it's established a, like a nice little thing about a character and mm -hmm. it's followed through. Tornado did not a uh, tornado. Twister did not have that. Did not. Right? There wasn't like it just needs small touches are fine. Yeah. Right? Um and then uh, Ernie Hudson offers Bruce a fellowship at his weather school. And Sam's like, you should go do that so I can have a boyfriend with a job. <laughs> this is essentially she offers to chase him, I should say. That's right. And then we get the ending title card. There are over 1000 tornadoes every year in the United States. Wrong. They like Trump. Wrong. There you go. As storms continue to grow more severe due to global warming, early warning will become more critical. It is our only line of defense. End of tornado. God damn it. See, what they don't tell you is that there is actually another line of defense against tornadoes. Um, it's really What's common that? in the South. Um, uh, guns. <laughs> yeah? You just shoot at them. Oh, I was just... the uh, My line of defense is burying my head in the sand. And your ass up. No, right dick out. Him. Dick out. They'd both be out, I suppose. <laughs> tornado sees my dick. It turns the other way. Face down, <laughs> ass up. That's how I like to die in a tornado. <laughs> uh, so uh, did, did y'all like Tornado? Like, I, genuinely? I loved it. It was so much fun. For 85 minutes, it was 
incredibly fun. I expected to, for it to be a slog, like yeah. a boring slog. Mm-hmm. It was not. I mean, it's a movie called Tornado with an exclamation <laughs> point. I didn't have high hopes. No. Yeah, how could it be boring? No, like it's not a masterful movie. It's a well-told story. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's entertaining. It's fucking television, man. <laughs> like, it's here to... And not only that, because... This is this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, surprisingly. Um, but it felt like... Um, it was so familiar. Yeah. It's just that 90s TV movie feel. Mm-hmm. It's familiar. It's, like, comf- comforting to watch. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed it. it. Honestly, like, yeah, I think you're right. If I like get hit by COVID again, I'm feeling sick. I would watch Tornado and yeah. like a bowl of chicken soup because it is it is that style of storytelling that is a bit comforting. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess it's because it's entertaining. It's character driven, and the plot, while it's simple, it 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 it's told well. Yeah, told it's, very well. It's solid. It's. It, it's told more cogently and much more focused than Twister's story yeah. by a huge mm-hmm. degree. What's what's the Bruce of it all? How was Bruce used in this movie? Let's talk about the Bruce of it all. Let's learn about the Bruce of it all. I think he was... That head to toe denim? Just perfect. Yeah, I think he was great in this. Genu- like, genuinely. He was an attractive Rousdower. That's for, for five people. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. He was he was the Miles O'Keefe of this don't, movie. Don't. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep no. It's, uh, no, he was great. Like this gave us a glimpse of what Bruce Campbell can be. Like leading men don't need to be boring, or they don't need to be boring, stupid, or smirking. They can be just like confident cool guys yeah he didn't have he's not a, a character flawed guy like no. he's not a flawed character he's perfect handsome gentleman yeah and but like also like he wasn't tropey he wasn't boring no he he felt legitimate he yes felt, he felt like a real character like that could be like a real charming guy you could meet in real life yes he was great he was absolutely yeah. great nailed it so what's our line oh, of the show perfect. Oh, God, there's so many. It's an Ephraim line. We just don't know which one. Uh, for me, I got to go with, I mean, you can't name what ain't alive. It's got the. It's got no soul in a devil's heart. Like, No, like I think I, well, Lil, what's what's your line? Do your favorite line of the show. Uh, probably. Um... Oh, man, come back to me. Okay, okay, because <laughs> I got one ready. Right. This is this is my favorite, and I think you'll agree. I think I convince you. King me, you rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> King me, you rotten son of a bitch. It's oh, that was pretty that good. one. Yeah, that's like his moment. That's like his big moment. That's his like Schwarzenegger like let off some steam, Bennett. Like yeah. it, it, it's a it's a like cool action movie dude line, and uh, I love it. It's because it's against a tornado. <laughs> And then he gets king. Follow up is Jimmy Jacks's bitchin'. <laughs> Jimmy, all this tornado talk is making me thirsty. <laughs> oh, that was good too. Uh, Jesus, tornado! Oh, yeah, the, the, the Oliver bitchin line. We totally maybe they should call you Carol. Yeah. yeah, like no, tornado's fun. Watch it. It's free on YouTube. There are worse ways to spend eighty-five minutes. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You- yeah, and that's another thing. Movies these days are all like four hours long. <sighs> this was like condensed. It was the perfect movie to watch. Like. In an evening after work. Yeah. 
It makes sense to fit next to Oppenheimer or Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lil, tell the people some stuff. There's some stuff you wanted to plug. There is some stuff that I wanted to plug. Okay. I've got a list. It's not a long oh, list. Oh, damn. <laughs> so first on the list is um, this is all for donations. If anybody can give, um, it would be much appreciated. The Maui Humane Society is helping to treat animals that have been injured by smoke and fire. Um, I was scrolling through a Facebook page yesterday of people who were trying to find their pets. Either they were at work and couldn't get back home in time to get their pets during the fire because it really came up so quick. Um, or they escaped when they were leaving or, you know, for whatever reason, but tons of people just devastated looking for their pets. And, um, Maui Humane Society was already really crowded before this happened and they could use any help that they could get right now. Um, Maui Mutual Aid and Maui Food Bank are helping to feed and support locals, especially disabled folk and, uh, Kapuna, the elderly people. Um... So many people already know about the insane housing crisis in Hawaii, which is also to blame for creating a uh, entire diaspora of Kanaka Maoli who were priced out of their own lands. But um, the problem is now, exp you know, exponentially worse. <laughs> um, it's still kind of early to tell, but they're saying thousands of structures, including homes, are wiped out completely. I mean, like gone, like off the map, like you look at people's before and after pictures of their homes and you can't even tell that there was a structure there. It's crazy. So there is a um, service called Kahale Akeola and they are asking for donations. Um, they previously ran services for unhoused people in Lahaina. I don't know if their location is still standing, but I know that they do have other locations. Um, one in Wailuku if anybody's local and wants to drop offs. Um, if not, any monetary donations that y'all could make would be greatly greatly appreciated because i mean the housing in maui is just insane as it is and an entire town is gone so these are people who have lost their jobs lost their homes lost their pets their family members so anything else just um don't go on fucking vacation there please yeah and those links will be in our show notes so check those out for sure also and uh lil email that list so so we don't have to she can send it to me oh, and i'll yeah, write yeah. it down they'll they'll go in our notes it's send, fine. send it by mail um, <laughs> <laughs> send us a letter i'll send it by carrier pigeon yeah. put it on one of your birds and send it, <laughs> send it our way i'll uh wait for a tornado here and put the letter in there <laughs> <laughs> tornado mail i love it tornado mail that's that's our that's ephraim he's a tornado mail now so I mean, how how do we end this? Mail. I still have this bottle of tequila. Oh, you want to get fucked up? You want to do another shot, Lil? I mean, I'll leave it up to Lil. Lil will decide because I didn't actually. I, I washed and put away these shot glasses because I'm near forty, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I do now. But I will take a swig of the bottle, uh, but only if the guest. I was will. gonna say. Yeah, I'll do it too if Lil tells me to. Yeah, do it. <laughs> wow. That's why we shouldn't like give, let this up to other people. They'll say yes. The smallest amount of peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's pulling out. I'm living vicariously. 400 more cojones. Have We're having a total of 800 cojones tonight. I said, sorry. Conejos. 
Kone- God damn it. Sorry, Conejos. Oh, uh, I think your it- reading comprehension has butt fucked us again. Y- you don't even speak Spanish. See? Do you do you wanna do you want a Spanish yeah. fact? That's about the Spanish fly. Conejo is Spanish for rabbit, but is also slang for pussy. Oh. So we're drinking four hundred pussies? Mm. Man, hey. I signed up Hell for yeah. tastes like it. Signed up for what was it? Would you call it cojones? I signed up for four hundred cojones, not four hundred conejos. Here we go. It was hard before. Ah, conejos. <laughs> it's good. Tornado, watch it. Goodbye, Tornado. everybody. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said goodbye. Yeah, that's nice. Goodbye is a pretty good ending. Oh, goodbye. God. It does burn. <laughs> God damn. I'm a chaser. 